Welcome back to 1010 Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Bierow, and I'm sitting in my Kangaroo Motorsports studio across from me is my co-host, Adam Nielsen, and we are back from our winter break. Yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah. yeah. It's totally what it was. That was, that was it wasn't because pl- I was puking my guts out. And it wasn't because I lost my voice for three days. Right. It was because of our planned winter I like sabbatical. It. I like Ooh. Sabbatical. Sabbatical. You got to keep it fresh, Adam. I sabbatical can't be, is such like a... It's a professional word. It's such a douchey word, though. What? No. Nobody, nobody goes on sabbatical and isn't a douche about it. Pastors. Pastors go on sabbatical. Well, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know anyone that goes on sabbatical besides pastors. <laughs> well, no. People use that term. Oh. No. People that use that unironically, or I guess you could say me yeah. in this case, are douchey. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, the, only, the only people that I'm aware of that actually say I'm on sabbatical what are is, pastors. What's the definition of sabbatical in your mind? Be like a like a leave of absence, like like you, it's an extended leave of absence from right? work for yes. like a a mission. Uh, yeah, like a mission, like the like if if I was a let's Google if it. I was a a man of the clergy, yes, and I was gonna go to an impoverished third world African country is that a leave of is that a sabbatical then uh, a period of paid leave that's not how I was okay then we're definitely we're definitely not. Uh, oh. we, did, we didn't. We didn't do a sabbatical because we're not getting no, paid. We're not getting paid. <laughs> All right, so we did not do a sabbatical. A period of paid leave granted to a university teacher. Okay, teachers that would make sense, or other workers of study or, or travel. Traditionally, one year or even seven years for every seven years worked. How do I get that job? Uh, yes, I've been at my job. A university for, teacher. Yeah, I've been at my job for seven years. I would like to take a year off. I feel- paid. I feel like you wouldn't totally hate being a, being a college professor. No. Were you at a trade school professor? That'd be cool. I think you'd way enjoy a trade school professor, John. Yeah, like a mechanics uh, setup. I think you would I really would. thoroughly enjoy that. Yep, that'd be all right. You know what? That's I tried. Actually, actually, um, if I continue on the path that I am doing, where I end up being a welding engineer, uh-huh. and that'd be my only focus, uh-huh. I could see that parlayed into a a, a welding teaching thing mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah so former, then I, the, former then I guest take, of the show i could take sabbaticals don boss yes is a a teacher at a local community college yeah that'd be and cool. i tried to be what do they call it uh ad hoc is that what they call that where you come in as needed yes yes i do like one class a year for like six weeks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They had, they used to have a fiber construction class <laughs> and the guy who taught that took a promotion with this real job that required him to move to Wisconsin. Oh. And okay. so I was like, Hey man, I know these things. What yeah. about the, what are you, what are you going to do with your, your DMAC job? He's like, well, I'm, I'm going to have to quit it. He's like, are you asking because you're interested? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. And he made the introductions and COVID hit and it just never went anywhere. Nah, shoot. Yeah, I remember, I remember you were. So looking, I was really like excited that. about it because I think I would thoroughly enjoy that. that. Yeah, I think you'd be good at that too. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. So, you know what? We were on sabbatical <laughs> because we got paid the same regardless. I mean, you're not wrong yeah, there. Yeah, yeah I yeah. made the same amount of money yep. I would have if we'd have been here. Yep. It certainly wasn't a year long sabbatical. But I'm not against it. <laughs> Funny it says seven years, Robbie. We've been doing this for almost seven because years. Because in six days will be our seven-year anniversary. 
we're due for a year off. <laughs> Maybe that's what Michael was doing. He's on sabbatical. Yeah. He, he, he's doing it every every year. He'd take seven years off. So he'll be back. Right. For every year he did it, he took two years off. <laughs> yeah, see, it's better than... Yeah, I'm fine with the sabbatical. We could do that. Just take a year off? Yeah, we'll be back. Hey, you know, fuck it. Just yeah. shut him off. All right, we'll, yeah, we'll be back next year. We'll release this. <laughs> see you in 2024. Fuck it. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just I'm just tired all the time. I I blame the cold weather. I've I've, I've never felt more like my dog Kyle than I do right now, <laughs> and that makes no sense to anyone that doesn't know my dog Kyle. I I you understand completely. Oh, so I I'm certainly not Yancey. No. So I have two dogs. Uh-huh. Kyle is the pit bull mix. Yancey is the spaniel mix. Yeah. Yancey and, and based off if you'd have just told me that yes i definitely would have placed kyle and yancey in different categories the opposites yes yeah okay yeah yeah so kyle wildly abused before we got him Uh uh-huh has all of the fight beaten out of him yeah Uh, i think maybe literally literally yes yeah this is not a figure no he was no literally he came from atlanta he was considered a bait dog the ones that you put in the ring to train the big dogs um he was brought from atlanta fucked up yeah you're can you be if you do that to animals, that's what you deserve to you. Cap- like That's how you deserve to die, in my opinion. But hey, that's that's just me. So rough. Uh, so he was, then Jess got him when, he, when she was in St. Louis. So he came from the shittiest part of Atlanta to St. Louis, which was St. Louis. I mean, and then came to Des Moines. So he's had literally all the fight taken out of him. <laughs> so he would rather spend almost all of his time upstairs in his comfy bed alone. Which... If, if I'm not mistaken, isn't even in the master bedroom, it's is in it? The, it's in the master bedroom. Oh, it is. But if I leave the doors open to the spare bedrooms, he will go in there. Yeah. Or in the walk-in closets, depending on the day. Like, if it's if there's been too much noise, he's in the closets. If there's been way too much noise, he's in the closet that's back behind the bathroom. <laughs> Just in his little cave. <laughs> Robbie's square footage of closet space is probably bigger than my house. I just, if you count the all every every little, yeah, probably. Robbie has more bathrooms than he has people living in this house. Double. <laughs> <laughs> I got two bathrooms upstairs. I got a bathroom on the main floor, and then I got a full bathroom down here. I have twenty five percent of the people living in my house in bathrooms. I will never live in another house that doesn't have one to one bathroom ratio. As a as a I man, ne- if I can go my whole life. And never have to smell another human shit in my own house, I will have done something right. As a man who lives in a house where we have four people to one bathroom, I couldn't agree more. I, I have grown accustomed to a certain style of living, and I will not go back for anything. Yeah. Katie and I have talked about like converting the three-season room into a not-three-season room mm-hmm. just so I could put a bathroom back there. They'd be right next to each other. That's fine. But at least there's two of them. Well, it's like all the apartments in college. The bathrooms like butt up to each other. Yeah. Well, it's because plumbing is simple. Yeah, all for it. The biggest problem with doing that for my three-season room is that it's on a slab. Oh, shit. And so like, there's no good way to... But it is a step down from the house, so I suppose I could build a false floor and put all the plumbing underneath that and then make it walk out straight instead of having a step down. Yeah, I would... would, Whatever it costs, worth it. It's not right now, though, Robbie. (laughs) Uh, 
I just need to not live in that house. But that's where I'm at right now with just like, I don't know if it's winter blues. Yeah, yeah. But like the idea of spending 19 to 24 hours a day by myself. In a dark room. In a dark room. Just sounds great. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to go to this thing? Yeah, I'll be there for five minutes. But then I'm, I, I got to go. You know, back to, I got, I got. Very busy. I got, I'm very busy at home. Uh, I just, I just got to be home. Yeah. 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 Me, just me and Kyle. We're, uh, on the same, we're on the same level. I had to, uh, last week I had to find a phone number of a person who called me, uh, at the beginning of the month. Oh, I knew what day he called me that helps. and I knew like a three hour window where, uh, <laughs> that he called me in. This is work related. Yes. Yeah, so a okay. work related phone call. And I needed okay. to call this guy back and I was not anticipating his phone call. It's a representative for a, a company that we do a bunch of business with. And he told me on the phone, I was in a data center and I could barely hear him. Okay. But he told me on the phone, call me sometime. I can get you better pricing than the counter guys. And then I totally forgot about it after I left. Oh, shoot. And then remembered it again like weeks later. I'm like, fuck, man, I got to find this dude's phone number, right? Yep. So I downloaded the AT&T app and was looking through my bill because it – lists out all your phone calls yep. and for that billing cycle because that was the previous billing cycle by the time i looked this up for that billing cycle i received like 680 some phone calls and to- no. a total cumulative time spent on the phone in that billing cycle of 2800 minutes no 2799 minutes fuck all of that you're not paid enough <laughs> <laughs> fuck that that was I, I should say I received or made yeah yeah, yeah. like seven hundred and eighty six I think it was phone calls nope twenty seven hundred that is so much human interaction minutes. that is so much human interaction yeah no and that doesn't include emails text, text messages group chats yeah 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 and we wonder why your phone's always dead <laughs> hey man right now it's sitting at a rock at ninety five percent so did you a lot of driving today. Well, so I have a I have a desk now, which I fucking despise. Look at you! But it's got a charge pad on it, and then my truck. If I'm in my truck, it's always charging yep. in my truck. Yep. And then if I'm working in the back of my truck splicing, there's a charge pad in there next to my bench as yep. well on my windowsill that I made. Nice. So like, basically, my phone is always wherever I am. It's is on a charge unless I'm walking around. Uh, it's on a charger. Not a bad idea. Yeah. I, mean, I kind of have that set up, but I don't have any wireless chargers. I just have the... I, just, I love those charge No, it's, I, I don't now. blame you. Bam, it's charging. It's the way to do it. It's the best. That is one thing I wish my truck had. The the wireless yeah. in the center console. Yeah, That'd be yeah. nice. Mine doesn't have it. I have to plug it in when I'm driving. Yeah. So and the wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto isn't a thing. Wireless Apple CarPlay only exists in twenty. What was it? I think Dusty said that his wife's car was the first year they got that. So twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not eighteen. Definitely not twenty twenty either. Because I don't have it. So your next truck will. God, I fucking hope so. (laughs) I'm almost there. 15,000 more miles until they told me they were going to replace it, but I don't believe that they're going to. That seems quick. 100K. I've had it for two years. I've put 85 on it. But based on what you said, how often they replace vehicles, that seems quick. And it's not like a knock Well, on it, them, w- it, it would get replaced. Quick. It would get shuffled down. Oh! 
I should say. Okay. It now it makes shuffled worse. down. Yeah, that makes way more sense. Which I don't think is going to happen. And frankly, I honestly almost don't even want to. It's been good deal. So actually, that's something we can quick talk about uh, before we dive into the other things. It actually it's kind of interesting because it's so it's it's like the only brand new vehicle I've ever had interaction with in my whole life, and I've put what would be for the average user an accelerated amount of miles on it. Oh yeah, because normal 100, people don't normal people years. don't put forty thousand miles a year on vehicles. Um, so uh, it had its first like significant mechanical failure this week. Okay. So Monday morning when I was driving, um, I had picked up some equipment that we needed and was bringing it to some guys that needed it at a job site. And I'm driving down the road and I'm like, man, it smells like diesel in here. Okay. It's distinct. And it's a gas truck. Yeah. It's the six, six gas, the first year of the six, six gas. Uh, but it's, I was like, man, it smells kind of like diesel or E in yeah, here. Something's not right. Strange, yeah. and like I've, it smelled this way for miles. So it's not like you picked up somebody else's yeah, for I a second. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So uh, I get to the job site and I immediately get sucked into uh, bullshit. And so I forgot about it. And as I was getting ready to leave, someone goes, "Hey, man, like there's a puddle under your truck." And I look at it, I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" And so I kind of it was right in front of the driver's side front tire. Okay. And so I kind of felt it or, you know, reached up underneath there and like, oh, that that's, uh, it's red. Yep. It was red. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that's transmission fluid, maybe power steering fluid. Yep. Um, and I popped the hood and I looked down uh, along uh, right where the radiator support is and stuff like that. And there's lines coming up there from everything. Does uh, yours have a power steering cooler? So it turns out it has a power steering and transmission cooler that is one unit with lines going in and out of it. Okay. And one of the transmission lines broke or ruptured or burst yep. or went. That's black. not an uncommon failure. Apparently not. Yep. Um, and, and that's so, not, not just in that truck, like all of them. Right. And so, um, I brought it back to the shop and brought it to the mechanics and they're like, yeah, well, I realize you need this thing cause I kind of need that thing. And cause we don't have another one like it. So I can't just like use a different truck in the meantime. So they, they, bumped it to the front of the row and got it in ordered parts and had it back to me the next day, which I was beyond ecstatic about. (laughs) Let me tell you. Uh, but they ended up replacing just those lines. The cooler was fine. It was just the lines. And then they flushed all the power steering fluid out because it was burned and really nasty. Um, since the day I got that thing, like when you have the steering wheel turned to full lock, like you can literally hear the power steering pump screaming. Yeah, it's an OS. It fucking yeah. hates it. Yeah. And because it has the worst turning radius of any vehicle I've ever driven, <laughs> it's at lock a lot. Every time you drive it. Yeah. So like to yeah. get out of your driveway, I have to four point turn to turn around and leave here. That's a lot of points. Yeah. That's too many points, Adam. Yeah. That's three <laughs> more than you do to leave. Yep. In your truck. Yep. Yeah. It's actually, the worst. Actually, I'll have you know, when I when I I don't back up the trailer all the way up the driveway. I pull in all the way up, drive in, pull into the, the uh, into the garage the a garage. little bit, and then back up and go straight next to the garage. You couldn't do I don't, that with I, my truck. Yeah, I say I don't you even do, it. do that. I don't even truck. do a three, if I do it right, I don't even three point turn it to do the trailer. And, I actually sometimes struggle to back trailers into places because I don't have enough steering angle to point the trailer where I need it to go. That would frustrate me, especially for a truck that should be 
It's because it's so fucking long. This is how much yours can't be that much longer than mine. It's a full crew cab with a long box. Oh, so you have two, a, you have two more feet than me then. And it's a twenty five hundred HD. Okay. Yeah. It's a big yeah, truck. So you got at least two more feet than I do. And then it only has forty seven degrees of steering angle, which I don't enough. think is very much. It's not much. enough degrees. It's not very much. No. <laughs> I know that because there's a screen that you can turn on, which I fucking love. Uh, but it shows you how much steering angle you have, and then there's a the there's incl- a there's a side by side there's a side view and a top view, yep. and it'll show you incline and uh, and then left to right. Okay, and it'll show you um, how much steering angle you have, and it will also like if you have a tire that's slipping. It will show that. Okay. It'll light up that tire. It's super cool. I love playing with it. We always joke about have the uh, like when I first got it, and I was always watching that screen because it fascinated me. I would like see how steep of angles I was on, and I would be like, "Oh, we're at six degrees down bubble." (laughs) (laughs) Your coworkers like, "Who cares?" I can't give you shit because I did the same thing. I think it's hilarious, and I just love calling it down bubble. Like I'm in a fucking submarine or something. (laughs) Well, did you know that the, the the hill by my place is seven degrees up down bubble? Oh well, I'll, yeah. I'll check it on my way <laughs> Just, out. Yeah, if you, to, if you want to verify for me. <laughs> yeah, I've seen fifteen degrees. Jeez, with uh, with that, that's the most I've seen in it. That's a lot of degrees. Yeah, that's a steep hill. It was a very steep. <laughs> it was an alley in Denison, Iowa. Like it's people. Yeah, and, that, like people's garages go to this alleyway. No, I don't want that. Can you imagine that it's in the winter? So, It'll be the worst. Sliding all the way down. Just hope there's nobody in the intersection at the bottom of the hill because you're not going to stop. We had so many cars in the ditch the other day. Yeah, I don't doubt Because it rained and then it snowed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was the it was worst. Really, like, because I was coming home and I'm like, man, it's kind of, you know, it had just kind of started snowing after the rain. I'm like, these roads are proper shit. Yeah. And it, it went from being like totally fine, just wet to absolute shit in like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of people in the ditch. But yeah, that, I, I was... Kind of impressed that the truck managed to go eighty five thousand miles, and I'm not nice to it. Like it goes through some rough shit. It's bounced through some serious ditches, and and uh, you know I pop it up over curbs multiple times a week, and and uh, so far the only thing it's ever had that's failed is I mean we put tires on it, and, yeah, consumables, and I've killed the battery enough times that the battery was shot and we had to replace it. But that was that wasn't the truck's fault. No. And but that's like the first real mechanical failure in, in eighty five thousand miles. And you're getting to that mileage where things are gonna fail. Yeah, yeah. I mean and, So I don't know. I mean I, 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 was, I finally had the starter go out in mine. Yeah. And it was really weird because like normally you got that like distinct click. Yeah. And for whatever reason mine wouldn't do it. So like I, I went out after the SCCA meeting and jumped in the truck and turned the key and it was just like it was it sounded like a relay click. Like that was it. Not like there was I, I couldn't tell that it was a mechanical click right so like we're checking relays I'm like this doesn't make any fucking sense it's, i drove here in this right <laughs> like it, no no inclination there's anything wrong and then uh, uh spencer got under it and hit it with a hammer and got it to work but oh yeah we talked about this on the show a couple. I, don't, I know we talked about you replaced that you you were so proud of yourself for putting a genuine genuine AC G, yeah genuine gm part, part on my genuine gm truck right it's it starts Which, so much- honestly i'm proud of you too robbie because uh college robbie would have bought the cheapest thing that rock auto had to sell you true story and in five thousand miles you'd be putting another one on. no no i would have bought the cheapest one that still had the heart on on the on the rock auto site i would still would have failed on you yes for sure way too quickly but what was funny to me is I, now that i've been driving it 
I was always like, oh, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of slow to start. Like it just takes it takes longer than I would expect yeah, it yeah. to. It's because that start, that starter's been going out for a while. <laughs> so now I, now I just hit bump the key like Rin! Yeah. <laughs> just immediate. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'm slowly making the truck even nicer. Yeah, I'm proud of you though, Robbie, for for spending money where you should. You want to know what battery is in the Focus right now? Is it an interstate battery? It's an Optima battery. Why? Because that's what I had. I had I had leftover. I had a leftover Optima. (laughs) Lots of people like really poo poo on them, but I love interstate batteries. I probably that's probably what I I got if I had to buy one. I've had really good luck with them. Yeah, I wouldn't get an ever start. No, you don't run into Walmart and buy the cheapest battery that you can buy. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bought an Optima for the Focus. God, I hope not. (laughs) But an interstate battery probably yes. Yeah. No, the battery died on me. So I was like, well, I'm, this one fits. <laughs> Are you really a car guy if you don't have like a rotating uh, grouping of random batteries? Now I'm, I'm officially out of usable batteries. Yeah. I have a stack of soon-to-be ballast. But <laughs> Are you gutting them for the lead weight? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, Robbie! You know, expensive it is if you have to buy so it. Are you gonna like try and melt that down? Yeah, it melts at like four, like four hundred degrees. I got a fire pit, Adam. You gotta be shitting me it's right now. It's gonna be great. Are you fucking? Serious? I'm not gonna do it in my oven. What else am I gonna do with it? Are you serious right now? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not gonna do it tomorrow, but okay. I'll okay. do it eventually. I'm not gonna ask the question that I want to ask because then I'm gonna put you in a bind. No, go for uh, it. Legally. How do you dispose of the, the the liquid? Well, I haven't done that part yet. I haven't looked into that yet. Okay. Well, because I know how I would dispose of it if this wasn't a public forum. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would drill a hole in it and let it go all over your shop floor. Not my shop floor. I mean, I have some decency. I'd pour it out between the no, garage that's, that's, and the... No, that's actually a dig at one of my friends that's, oh. that accidentally did that. <laughs> I won't enough. say their name. Fair enough. Um, no, I haven't looked into that. I don't want the EPA to come knocking on your door. No, so. I honestly haven't looked into that part of it. I figured that that'd be a, a summer project where I could go and like do it in my fire pit and then use like a bread thing to make the ballot. I, I, I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it. I just know that I'm going to eventually do it. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. I'm sure there's an option. There's got to be a way to do it. There's not a chance that someone isn't typing away what they did on the Facebook group. Yeah, right so, now. someone will tell me how someone to do it. Someone is typing up uh, what their experience was with getting battery ballast yeah. uh, on the Facebook group right now. Yeah, uh, that'd be helpful. So, I mean, If it's a terrible idea, I want to Because know. That's, that's a thing that someone in our group would have done. Yes. For sure. Well, the ballast that I have in the car is borrowed from someone that did that. So it is a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, the the, the the stack of weights that I have that I've used in the last year was yeah. from a previous racer that wasn't currently using them. That's how they made them. Hmm. That's why they're like flat plates that were on like cookie sheets. Well, because I remember when you did the – when you ballasted the 240 to make it legal for your TT class yep. that you went and bought um, – Yeah, I got a 45-pound weight. Yeah, weight like uh, – Like the rubber the rubber Like plate. exercise rubberized yep. plates. Yep. So I have that for the first 45. Okay. And then I have a, a, a seat bracket that I've modified to hold on to these these lead plates. Uh-huh. And they're just, yeah, they're like, you know, between half inch and an inch. How much inch ballast thick. are you running? None. 
This is for other things. Like I ran Ballast oh. to stay in production C and mid of TT. Oh, okay. And then when I didn't have the tune on it, I had to ballast up, I think, 60 pounds uh-huh. because I was, I was running 250 horsepower. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Pre- yeah, whatever. So I, I had to have a, I had to run a, a, like something for the first couple of races with the GLTC. So, so I'm going to ask a question I already know the answer to, but I'm going to be an asshole about it. Let's do it. Do you uh, go to a GLTC race with rewards weight uh, in your trailer in case you need it? It's it's always in the trailer. You do have it. It's always there. Oh, okay, that's less fun than I wanted it to be. Why would you? I was hoping you say, "Why the fuck would I need it? I don't bring it with." No, I can make fun of you about being backpack Bob. Then no, it's always there, and it's less because I expect to be in the top five. <laughs> let's, let's be real. Um, and not to say that I don't expect to at least be better than I was. I mean, I, like, look, I'm fucking racing against. Um, yeah, but it's always there in case. You know, let's say I dynoed fucked up or you know okay. whatever, and, okay. and like my numbers were not what I expected to be, and I needed to add weight. So it's. I'll yeah. give you that. That's fair. So the the front cabinets of my trailer are usually full of tools, spares, whatever. Because uh-huh. I, I bring my whole tool chest yep. and all my spares, and then I have this like big tote of three fifty Z specific spares, uh-huh. and that goes in the back of the truck. As well as my now my spare transmission, as well as any other like axles and whatever. And if I have a spare part. It's in the back of the truck. So if you have, if you are at a at an event that I'm at, and you have 350Z problems, I have a spare part. Maybe, <laughs> probably. If I don't, if I don't need it, right. Plus rewards wait for, for when I fucking win, Adam. <laughs> it's good to it's good to dream big, Robbie. Shoot for the stars. Right. If you miss, you'll land in the back. Land in the ocean or whatever. In the, in the back of the pack. Yeah, whatever. Hey, sometimes you... Someone has to be the the best of the rest, right? That's right. Of the rest of the rest. I'm actually legitimately excited about... The one race you're going to do next year? Yeah. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> next, next August? No, I'll do the... Well, if I don't get the lottery, then I don't get to go to festival. Oh, that's right. Did you enter into the lottery? I entered. Okay. No, this will be ready the popularity. I mean, no, no, the, I mean, the, the lottery. lottery. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a random lottery. <laughs> they ask a lot of questions for a random lottery. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't have any skin in the game, so I can say these things and not have to worry about ruining my chances. I listen to the last the lottery. I, li- I listen to the last sip angle co- episodes. So I don't really care what he thinks. Yeah, <laughs> we're at war. Yeah, <laughs> suck it. Suck on these, I think, was the uh, direct statement. Yep. So Somebody what, needs some durian candy, I think, is what we've... That's, that's what I'm thinking. Because the, Abe asked, like, what what does a podcast war entail? Oh, he's about to find out. Yeah, I think we need to deliver him some durian candy. Yep. So I'm going to have to figure out his address without him knowing it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't know if Jabay will give it to me. He might... Somebody will. He might protect the innocent. No. And like I feel like I don't know Aaron Lichty well enough because I've literally never interacted with him at all to be like just, just reach GLTC. out and be like, hey man. I said like, just the GLTC group chat, and I don't think he's really aware of who I am. Yeah, so. <laughs> and like I don't I don't really know anybody else off the top of my head that know would maybe know Abe's address. James Morgan. It, but since he lives in Kentucky now, James probably wouldn't know it. I bet James could figure it out. James would probably ask Aaron Lichty for us. <laughs> James, hit me up. Yeah, let us know. We're at war. 
Somebody needs some durian candy. Oh, and while we're talking about it, since we're clearly at Podcast War, are you listening to us on Spotify right now? Oh, good point, Robbie. You should go right now and go click on your Spotify and go to 1010's Podcast and hit review and give us that five-star review because we need to have more than Slip Angle. Yeah. That's what I want. Actually, because we recently switched to the new hosting, yeah. yep. in general, even if you've done it before, we need it again. even on iTunes, you should probably go and do it again because we lost all of them. Everything. So now we look like new. a bunch of raving lunatics who have talked for 200 and... 308. Three, 308, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> 308 episodes and have like four reviews. I think it's like 30, but yeah. I, okay, yeah. I, I have never looked. On Spotify. I don't know what we have Which, on yeah, but like for, for the fact that we had to restart like a year ago, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not bad. And the fact that we never remind anybody to do it. But now it's important. Oh, we to, have 14 ratings. On what? Uh, on uh, iTunes. We have 14 ratings and we have a five out of five. Oh yeah, so that's pretty good. Especially, at least, at least one person actually wrote something. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't or have in the way long time ago, but haven't recently, please do it again because we lost everything. We had to start over. Yeah, we basically had a house fire with our podcast, and we're now in our new house, and we need we need to rebuild it to the old house. So if you're listening, go on to things and review us, and tell them how, we're the best podcast. Yeah. That when it comes to grid life recap podcasts, <laughs> this is your favorite one. And and it's free. And we do WRL things too. And we do WRL things. And and it's free. And yeah. All of our content is it's available free. for free. For free. Yeah. It's rude. Because because we uh, care about the fans. Soul podcasters. There is there is no paywall with us. <laughs> <laughs> we do it for the love, not for the fame and nope. the money. No, nope. we don't want any of that. Yeah. <laughs> where the hell was I going? Oh, one, I don't thing, have one any last idea thing. Where we're at? at this we'll eventually point. talk about it. But I, I made a list of all the changes I made to the Z over the winter. It is literally a word document from top to bottom, one full page. Holy shit, Robbie! It, That's it, it's all it's all bullet points of things like things I fixed, things I changed. It's literally a word doc, size twelve font. Top to bottom. That's crazy. I didn't realize it until I started like listing it off. I was like, we should probably do a recap since I've been real hush hush about it. Uh-huh. We should probably talk about it now that it's basically back. When to do you. I get to see it? I'm gonna say it right now. Uh-huh. Four weeks. Four. That's a long time. Four, four weeks. Four weeks. I gotta get a windshield. See, that's one of the bullet points. I replaced my windshield. Um, so that's Did, you don't need a windshield to show us show the world. I do, Robbie, because the, the the banner has to. It's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Are you getting a custom grid life banner? How? What's your definition of custom? Is it not the one they hand out? They hand out three. Okay, is it not one of the ones they hand out? No. So you get a custom. You're getting a custom banner. I'm having it printed. Yes. <laughs> I asked Kyle for the. I asked Kyle for the documents, and he gave them to me. Wow. Okay. So, so it's getting new door cards, new window banner, all that. That's a lot of work for one race. What's weekend. That? One race weekend. Well, let's assume I don't get crashed out. But yeah. One race weekend. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work for one race weekend. Maybe, yeah, if I'm lucky. If I if I make it in. Well, I mean, Harland. <laughs> Which isn't even a GLTZ race. <laughs> It'd be an HPD. Oh, I forgot. Or unless, unless, unless I did a super grid. Yeah. I could do that. Dusty. 
I just need to sign up a second driver. That is what Jabe told us. <laughs> no, the rule is you just, have to have just, two registered drivers. Just put <laughs> just put my name on it, and oh, Ten Tens Podcast is running a. a yeah, car. That's cool. That's great. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, and yeah. I'll just crew chief it. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna be me and Josh Petrie. There you go. Whatever. Dusty probably would. Yeah, he would co-drive if you. Or frankly, well, no, Lapici probably shouldn't. He should probably have at least one track because he needs some. He needs yep. some not i racing time. He has a lot of i racing. I know time. he has a lot of i racing. A lot of and, good i racing. And GLTC has proven that that translates. Translates. I, w- I, w- I will argue until I'm blue in the face that it does in fact translate. Yeah, I'm not saying apples to apples, but no. it does. No, translate. I. But I, I totally agree with that. But still, he needs some real, some IRL racing experience. I, I promised him track time in the Z last year, and it just didn't happen. Yeah. But I think this year I'm going to do a lot more fast fr- or uh, Sunday fun days and stuff at RPM, just to shake out the car and and get it ready. Yeah. So I think that'd be a perfect opportunity to at least get him in the car. And I promised him that fuck I don't know, for two years, and it needs to it needs to happen. Yeah. So we'll find out if he still listens to the podcast when he texts me and says, "Let me drive your fucking car." Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we'll do a recap on all my winter updates because I I obviously haven't posted shit about it. Yeah. But it's a totally different car. Apparently, it's more than even <laughs> I realized because it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we've talked about it not on the show, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize you were that deep into things. I, I made a lot of changes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, some some of them are are not going to make any bit of difference on pace, but some of them will. Oh, I think I think there's one in specific that I think is going to change the way that car drives for you. I'm going to say two specifically are going to make big, big differences. Yeah, and we've talked about at least one of those. I think yeah. on the show. Yeah, but that's a different show. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's talk about... Yeah, we should open this up now that we've been restarted the show. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. And then uh, what would be funny is if the things that we actually planned on talking about... You just skip all... Take time. less time than the bullshit we just did that we had not planned in any way, shape, or form. I will guarantee that happens. All right, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so... Oh, uh, before we do that, uh-huh. the reason this podcast is free... Everyone should head over to Factor Fabrication. Factorfabrication.com for all your fabrication needs. Not factory fabrication. Factorfabrication.com. Find caged, railed. Booney will hook you up. Custom furniture, custom chairs, custom tables, stairs, railings. If you have a fancy shit in your house and you want it to be even fancier, factorfabrication.com. Did he buy that card game? Oh, Factor Fabrication? Yeah. Somebody did. I'm pretty sure. I think Max did. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. There's a card game called Fact or, or Fabrications. And you're like, it, I think, I'm assuming that the basis of it is like there's something on the card you read and you try to decide if it's real or fake. Yep. I think I think there's a game called <clears throat> Bullshit that's very simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if but, that's not sitting on his desk or whatever at yeah, work. That better be. We really missed an opportunity. It better Somebody be. Somebody did. Yeah. Fact or fabrication? Yep. So. I will give it away that one of the new logos on the car says Factor Fab Racing on it. Yeah? Yep. How big? We don't know. Well, oh, on, on the Z. On the Z. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have James, Kenga James, uh-huh. is printing up vinyl for me as we speak. Then I have to go and pay someone else to do the actual printing vinyl that has to have more colors in it. We don't have a... A guy for that anymore. I know. I had to go to a stranger. 
but it's, a, but it's the place that I bought my Illumilite from because I bought Illumilite for things. I don't even know that I was aware that you bought Illumilite. Yep. Damn, son. I bought Illumilite. And the place that sells Wait, me for the Z or for the NPO one? The Z. Okay. And okay. the place that sells Illumilite prints vinyl. I mean, that's because most the the, the actual <laughs> use for Illumilite is to put vinyl that signage on it. They were super pumped when I explained to them what I was doing. Like, oh, well, that's cool. And yeah, I'm they, sure they, they were. Then they made me talk about it for a yeah, while. Yeah, I'm sure they did. <laughs> so yeah, now they're they're they'll be the ones that'll, that'll print my vinyl. Yeah. So maybe they maybe they want to be a sponsor. A sponsor. That's what I should do from now on. No sponsors on the car unless you're paying to be there. Like, like, the dirt, like, the, sponsors, like the dirt Robbie. people. Like like not just like people I like, but like actual paying customers. That's that's why that's it's called should... a sponsor and not a partner at that point. Yeah. More sponsors. The people on your car right now for the most part, partners. partners. Yeah, partners. No, no. One sponsor. I said for the most part. One sponsor. For the most part. Two sponsors. <laughs> Depends on how you define being paid, too, really. Yep. <coughs> so, anyway. Yeah, what, what have you been up to? Uh, so, we talked about this before, that I bought a van. Yay! Uh, but know. it turns out that I kind of fell for a lot of the things that I uh, always kind of uh, think are stupid. You knew what you didn't want, and you still ended up in that. And so... Now, so I've, I've long since harped on like, or, or like said, you know, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but always kind of like, how do people fall for these things? Right. And I've, I fucking hook, line and sinker. Yep. So I kind of want to talk about this because it's incredible how good they are at this. Oh yeah. And like, as, as soon as you were described, I was like, man, he's, he's going to be so mad when he realizes he, oh yeah, I've, I've stumbled over this and I, I'm not, I'm not going to try and claim that. That I didn't. I 100% I fell for all of this. Yeah. Uh, it, it clearly happens. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, how could you do it? No, it fucking I, happens. Yeah. Now I see it. And so I, I want to go over this, my personal experience of this, and I'm even going to share some numbers that are kind of fucking stupid. I got to say, I'm, I'm really happy that you are this open. I, I, because that, I, I love want that. people I lo- to see I love this. that about this podcast. I want I've, people to see this. I hate how exposed I feel sometimes, but like this is Because this is, amazing. it's super fucked up. Yes. So I, I, the, the sale price on the van was $17,000 and change. That is what I was planning on paying for the van. And through certain circumstances that I that I'm not going to be super open about, not important. I had a fairly large ten thousand dollar down payment. Yeah. So, uh, in theory, my intention was to only get a loan for the remainder for the roughly seven thousand, little over seven thousand dollars remainder. Yeah, so seven thousand dollars plus tax. I understood that like tax title and licensing fees were going to get rolled into that stuff and things like that. And so I knew that like by the time I was all said and done this with this, it was going to be probably in the eight or closer to $9,000 range for a loan totally that I was going to have left yes. in this. And um, honestly, I probably should have done a little more uh, thought and research into this before I went in there because like you can literally go and you can Google auto loan calculator and it'll spit you up a calculator that you can put all your parameters into and it should, it'll spit you out what you should roughly expect as a monthly payment. Yes. And I didn't do that. 
Yes. And so I knew the number that I knew the number that I was supposed to pay monthly. I saw that when I was filling out all the paperwork and I was like, man, that seems like a lot of money. But I didn't realize how much a lot of money it really was. And that's the problem. Because I was spending so much more than I realized I was spending. And that's the problem too, is that not in th- not this situation, but in other situations where they're, they're just like, well, what what payment do you yeah, want? Yeah, they, they won't ask you how much money you want to spend. They'll ask you how what your monthly what you're willing to do for a monthly payment. Yeah. So if I say, well, I only want to pay three hundred dollars a month, like we'll get you that loan. It'll be right a billion years. Right. They don't care uh, if you you know they'll they'll. They'll literally finance you a car. This is what's insane to me is that like they'll finance you a car for 84 months. Yeah. A used car. Yeah. A car that's 10 years old already. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the new norm. That was actually going to be one of my predictions about car loans and I decided it was too sad so I'm not going to talk about it. I it's on my list of things. Okay. So. Like, it has nothing to do with you but like just the general Yeah. Thing. So long story short, uh Basically, the the total loan amount before they added all the bullshit that they tried to add to me was supposed to be twenty thousand eight hundred and seventy six dollars and fifty cents. Now, this page I I screenshotted some of this stuff, so if you're on YouTube, you can see these numbers. There's nothing on here that I that I is like my personal information. No, you're, so it's, it's just a, it's like a bill. I don't feel bad about sharing yeah. this stuff. I I edited some of it so like my address and and. There's no, you know, bank numbers or loan numbers yeah. or anything like that on here. So I, I can safely share this stuff. It's fine. Um, but so the total loan amount before any deductions from my uh, my down payment or anything like that, they put us 20000 Yeah, cash price, $20,876.50. For your $17,000 van. And that included $1,239.50 in sales tax. Okay. So where the rest of that money came in, there's a number of things, and they don't ever show you these pages when you're filling this stuff out. Right. Um, like, so I sat down at a desk with a guy, and he's got his desk is literally a com- a touch computer screen. Oh. I mean, it's like the size of this table that we're sitting in. Yep. Yep. Except turned the other way. Right, okay. so let's turn the short way. So he's closer to me, but the desk is longer. Right, yep. yeah, yeah. And it's a big screen, and he's just flipping through the pages and sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, and just flipping through the and like there's a camera, like up and behind him on the on the wall, and like there were a couple of times where he literally like would point at the camera and say, "Oh yeah, Big Brother wants me to do these things for you," but I'm I'm. You know, I, I'm going to shoot like he's trying to play the nice guy too. Oh, of course, he's trying to act like he's on your side. Oh, and I fucking took it, dude. I totally did. He's, he's not. He's not here to to get you. He's not here to get that extra dollar. He's the finance dollar. guy. Yeah, he's, he don't he's care. not even the sales guy. He's get. And I assume he gets paid the same either way. But I don't think that's uh, true. There's no way that's true. <laughs> so that twenty thousand eight hundred dollar number. Includes the sales tax, which I, I understood. Yep. Um, I thought that it included the license and registration fee, but it doesn't. Okay. That's actually later. Yes. In their itemized billing. What it did include was a $500 fee uh, that they didn't really – they didn't tell me about at all. Cause, so 
full disclosure, I actually went back into the dealership and made them explain this stuff to me. And I actually got a bunch of this money back, but we'll get there. Yep. Um, there was a $500 fee added to this pre-tax that the guy told me after I went back in and asked him, what the fuck is this? Yep. It's, he said, Oh, it's a device that we install on every vehicle we get here. Uh, and if the vehicle gets stolen, they can track it. And by stolen, they mean reported stolen by them for lack of payment. Well, they so, assume. So then, <laughs> it's, but what? So then, this was after I went back and started pressing questions that oh, yeah. they told me about this thing. And he tried to he tried to smooth that over by telling me that the company that owns that device or sells that device, I should say, uh, they'll give you. They'll give you like a certain amount of money above and beyond what the insurance company will give you for the vehicle if it gets totaled out as stolen. And uh, if you, if in the process of the vehicle getting stolen, you end up with your identity stolen and some other stuff, they'll help you fight the legal fees on that and stuff like, and like, okay. you know, but like he's selling all these things which sound great, that's fine, but yeah. they didn't tell me about any of that shit up front. So you wouldn't have even known had, let, let's say it got stolen so had today. I, so had I, yeah, I wouldn't know until after the car was stolen. Actually, I probably wouldn't know either way No, because the dealership didn't tell me about it and I'm not going to call the dealership and be like, man, got the worst news, guys. Somebody stole my van. Yeah, there's no way you called them. Right. And and if you don't even realize that tracker's in the car, why the, why the fuck? No, would, that why, tracker, why, and I said, <laughs> I said to him, well, I don't want that. Right. And he told me that he couldn't remove it because it was a requirement of the credit union that holds my loan. Huh. I I don't question that that's a the requirement. I can see it. I don't know if that's true or not either. Uh, but I actually. I can I can I can see it being a lie as well. <laughs> so I talked to a, a Gridlife buddy a little bit about this because he's actually he works for a dealership, um, and he said he didn't think that that was true. Okay. I'd never heard of it. But, but I do I, think that that's in that car, not because they're concerned about it being stolen, but because they want to know where it is in case I'm not paying. Right. It's it's for repossession. Yeah. It's it's to make so, repo easier. Yep. Yeah. It's, and I'm also relatively certain that it's wired into the vehicle and that I probably can't just go in there and remove it. No, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's, just like on Too Fast, Too Furious, it's spidered into everything, as they say. But I think it I, might I, literally be. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it's some sort of immobilizer to make it even easier to repo. That, but I don't know if that's true. Or at five hundred dollars, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, it was, it's five hundred bucks, and it's pre-tax. Oh, good. So I paid taxes on it. Lucky. On a service I didn't ask for, I wasn't sold on. Uh-uh. I wasn't even told was put on the vehicle. We're not off to a great start. So that was that was some of this. So. And then there were some some other like federal fees and stuff like that that I I'm pretty sure you get, yeah you won't they, get around they, they did they do actually have to put those things on there pre tax so fine whatever yep. so that total came out to be for my seventeen thousand dollar car twenty thousand dollars almost twenty one thousand almost twenty one thousand dollars yep and then yep. they deduct the ten thousand dollar down payment and then. They started adding other things. So I mentioned in the last time, the last show that we did, mm-hmm. when we talked about this previously, I mentioned that it had an extended warranty. Yes. And I mentioned that I didn't really want it. Correct. And they pushed on it. And the, the salesman told me, 
Well, it only adds like maybe $10 a month to your, to your payment. What I didn't realize because they don't explain this very well and they're fucking burning through this paperwork so fast trying to not give you a chance to figure this out uh-huh. is that I'm not paying the warranty company every month. No. The a- warranty is paid up front by my loan and added to the total lump sum of my loan. That warranty is $3,995. Yep, plus a $200 documentation. Well, the docu- yeah, there's a $200 document, which I assume is what they charge f- to go to the DMV. Wouldn't that be registration fee and licensing fees? No, I think that's the that's separate. That's the license and registration fee for the vehicle. That's what I paid to the state for the license and registration what's fee. The, what's the dealer documentation fee? Just the you signing the papers? No, I think the dealer documentation fee is like them going through the effort of getting the vehicle registered and stuff like and, that. Oh, okay. So sucks. Yeah. All right. So, so, so but the the the. What they call service contract, the the warranty. Yep. Uh, it's four grand. Yep. It's a thirty six month warranty. It's a three year warranty, and my loan term is six years. Yep. So they they put that four thousand dollars on top of my loan, or on top of it, my it, yeah. They lumped it into your loan. Yeah. So so without so my unpaid balance after my down down payment was ten thousand eight hundred dollars. And then this $4,000 went on top of that. Yep. So basically what it amounts to is that I'm paying six years. If I pay this, if I just pay this minimum payments every month to pay this vehicle off, I'm paying for three years worth of a warranty coverage over a six year period. Yes. And you're, so you're paying interest and on I'm top I'm paying 8.6% interest on it. <clears throat> now is not the time to buy. That sucks, man. Eight percent sucks. Yeah, super sucks. But you need it. Yeah, that's the shittiest part about this. So, uh, they weren't. They again, like we said earlier, they. It wasn't that the. Uh, it wasn't that. It wasn't that the warranty was cheap. It's that when you stretch it out over six years, it probably really only does add about ten dollars a month to my payment. Yep. But However. it's but it's four grand. Plus interest. Yep. So it's probably closer to five by the time the whole loan is paid out. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So <clears throat> uh, that I was able to go. So I I went through the the documentation on the loan and I found um, the that I can within the first thirty days I can have it canceled. Uh, and there's a fifty dollar cancellation fee. So I went back in there and that was the thing I was able to get changed. It it comes off of there. What they told me is that it would take uh, a couple of weeks before that money and that money just goes to the credit union. Yeah. Which I actually don't like because I'm sure the credit union probably won't take that money off my principal. No, definitely not. It'll just take it off my interest, which is super annoying. Because that's how they do things. Yeah, they you know they they get that interest. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> if you look at your mortgage, so <laughs> see where your interest goes. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. So I wish that that money was coming to me, and that, that I could then take it and yeah, and add it to the principal. I could call it to the call the bank and say I want this taken off the principal of my loan. It's because it's just going to go straight to them, and it's not going to come off the principal. I all but guarantee it. Yeah, because that's not how banks work. Nope. 
because the house always wins. Yeah, there's the reason banks are. So basically, for my $17,000 vehicle that I put $10,000 down on, after I paid, or if I pay this from start to finish, the minimum payments every month, is a $30,000 vehicle. Yep, $29,583. So total cost of purchase on credit including my $10,000 down payment, is $29,583 on a $17,000 vehicle. Holy fuck. So, if I wouldn't have... I mean, basically, I could damn near have bought a brand new van. A brand new one of these. Because they're like 30... They start at like 33 or something Mm -hmm. like that. And I don't know what new... And I would have got a better interest rate. Yes, on on new vehicles, absolutely. My payment probably would have been the same or less on a brand new one with a manufacturer's warranty that's not costing me money. Yes. And it probably would have been the same term length. I mean, honestly, I shouldn't have bought this vehicle. Straight up. This was a bad financial decision once again. But you went back. I went back and I'm getting... Four grand, four grand back. Okay, and I made them explain to me how we arrived at twenty thousand uh, dollars sale price. Yep, because it should have been seventeen. Because it should have been seventeen, and I thought that they had fucked it up because if you take the twelve hundred dollars in sales tax off of the twenty thousand dollars, that nineteen and change left is almost exactly what the original sale price when they put it on the lot to begin with was right. And so I thought they had fucked up their paperwork and charged me $2,000 more than they were advertising it at the time that I bought it Yes, because it, when it hit the lot, it was 19. And when I went in there to buy it, they had dropped it to 17. Okay. Yeah. And so I thought that they had charged me 19 anyway. Yep. So yeah, you, you and I, and then obviously everyone else in the group, chat, yeah, we, we, went, went, we went through this we went line through this by line. Deep. Yeah, because we were we were all trying to justify like what what they got wrong or what you misunderstood, and we tried right. to, and we were trying to like bridge that gap, and we couldn't, right? Because the numbers never made sense. No, they not didn't. not with the document they had, with that with the paperwork that you had that, right. you, that you sent because us. Because there's still another there's another document that I didn't find the night that we were looking through this. Yep, that is the itemized line for how they arrived at twenty thousand oh, dollars. Okay. that included that five hundred dollar fee for that bullshit tracker yep. and the other government fees that they have to pay that I I Wasn't. will give them credit for. Yep, and that's that's how we arrived at that, and then the twelve hundred dollars in in sales tax. That's how we arrived at the 20,000. So there was another page that I didn't open or didn't find that night. Gotcha. That we never saw when we were trying to go through this. Cause like, I mean, are there's six or eight of us in that chat at this point? And like, all of us were like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, this is like, I got screwed. I saying, we agreed that you got fucked on the, on the service contract, which I which was we, pretty we, which, certain we, I was anyway, but they, it's it's incredible how quickly they try to rush you through this. Oh yeah, the sales guy. I asked about the 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 warranty, and he just rushed me through it. I asked about some of these things, and they just they just they give you the bare minimum answer, and then move to the next thing as quickly as they can, so you don't have time to keep asking questions. Right. This is such an orchestrated thing. It's oh, yeah. insane, and this isn't. I bought this at. Dewey Auto Outlet. 
here in town, Des Moines. In Des Moines. This is not some tiny little buy here, pay here, hole in the wall, sketch ass dealership. Right. They're a it's a it's a it's a it's a they own new car lot. Like it's a huge uh dealer network. Oh yeah. So this isn't something that I got screwed because I went to the shadiest dealership in Des Moines. Which yeah, you didn't. No, this isn't that's not what happened here. I went to what should what on the outside appears to be the upstanding dealership that you feel like you should be able to trust not to screw you over and still I mean, I don't know that I can really truly say I got screwed over, but they definitely... It was a little bit of a bait and switch. At they, Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to sit here and say, like, they fucked you, but like... No, because there, honestly, there was this de- is, at the end of the day, this is still my fault. I'm, I'm not going to try and say that it's anything short of my fault. I should have made them slow down. I should have looked over this more carefully. But after you've been there an hour and a half, two hours, you know, like by the time you, you're you're ready to go, man, and I should they have, know that. I should have done more research before I went in there. I should have known what I what I should expect is roughly my monthly payment. Yep. Yep. Uh, instead of um, instead of just like accepting what came to me at face value, and then looking at it the next day with clear eyes and going, "Wait a second. Well, I I looked at it. Because I got my first statement from Viridian Credit Union. Yep. And it was... And it's for $15,000. And I was like, wait a second. This is like way off. How did I end up with a $15,000 car loan on a $17,000 car that I paid $10,000 down on? Yep. What the fuck happened here? Yep. Because I never looked back at my paperwork. They give it to you. They don't give you paperwork. They give you thumb drives. They give you a little thumb drive. And you just toss that thumb drive to the side. Dude, I tore my house apart looking for that thing. Jeez. Because I didn't think I'd ever need to look at it again. Why did I care? Yeah, it's all taken care of. Man, I... So, basically, what I, what I, I, why I wanted to go over this is not because I wanted to try and point a finger at Dewey and say they're the worst place in the fucking world and no one should ever do business with them and, and no. you know, send them letters full of boogers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like what I wanted to talk about or why I wanted to talk about this is because I, I want people to not make the same mistake I did. Yep. So when you do go and buy a vehicle, if you are buying it on a loan, take some time to look at this before you go in. Like literally if I would have just searched, if I would have just Googled that and put those numbers into that, Mm-hmm. Auto loan calculator that I think both you and Dusty did. Yeah, because you, you didn't need all this. Yeah, you didn't need all of this to come up with the with the number you should and, be at. And your that that number that it spit out is literally half what I am going to end up paying. Right. And I saw that number and thought, man, that seems high, but okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because my like when I bought my truck, I didn't. They had a six month warranty. On all used vehicles, it's it's just uh-huh. it's just. But what, that was through the dealer. That's right? for, through the. That's what they do no, for this all the vehicles. Because this no. is a third party. Yeah, no, there, uh, there was no warranty. extended warranty. It was, you get if I buy like I bought from Vernity in Mitchell, South Dakota. Yep, um, they have a dealer network all over South yep, Dakota. They're a big big dealer as well. Um, it was the only place that had the truck I wanted. Uh-huh. They knew it was the truck I wanted. I called them and said I can be there on Saturday or whatever the hell day it was because it was a Fourth of July weekend. Um, I said I I want to test drive it. This you know. I was obviously fucking buying that truck. Yeah. I was, I, unless something went wrong, I wasn't leaving without that truck. Right. They knew it. Right. Um, I got there. There was no negotiating on the price. The price was what it was. It was what it was. That's fine. We negotiated on the price of the Avalanche for trade-in. 
Again, lower than I wanted, but it was a trade-in. I wasn't going to get $9,000 for my truck. Right. It just wasn't worth it. Right. Um, and I bought it in July of 2020 when interest rates were here. <laughs> They're not where they are now. Way down here. Yeah. So, but, but it makes me appreciate that when I when he said we have a six-month warranty on all vehicles that we sell. But had you needed that warranty here in Des Moines, you couldn't have done anything with it. It was through Vernite. It was yeah. I, w- I so would have like had if, to get it back to them, which you ended up actually doing. I actually never left because yeah, yeah I made it, I made it I made it halfway across town and one of the coil packs died. Right. Yeah. And so they sent me home with a different truck. Which and I they think, fixed it. I think. And then they delivered it to Des Moines. I do honestly think that if that would have happened to me, that Dewey would have fixed that for sure. Yeah, for I, free. I, I, like don't, they, I don't question that. They they, I don't have the list, but there there was a list of like. $5,000 worth of things they did to that van when they got it in yeah. to their... Because there's a, a shop attached to the back of this used car dealership. Yep. And um, I think all they do is work on either vehicles that they sold or vehicles that they're selling. Yes. I don't I don't think you can just roll in there and be like, yeah, I need my oil changed. No, I'm sure they... They're... Like, you didn't buy your car from here, so go across the street to that Jiffy Lube and get your oil changed then. Yep. But um, they did a bunch of stuff to it. And actually... When we when we test drove it, it had like the typical uh, overweight American tear in the seat on oh. the top of the bolster on the left side of the seat. Because yep. that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do here in America is we <laughs> we tear that bolster, you know. So it, like, and they fixed that. It's yep. not like the best leather repair on the planet by any stretch of the imagination, but they fixed it without me asking them to do it, and they didn't charge me for it. From anywhere I saw, anyway. Yeah. So, like, you know, they, I mean, they tried to take care of some things, and I think they would have taken care of that. Yeah. But the warranty that you got was a warranty that the dealership was offering, and that's different. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Like, and like, I'm, I'm sure I could have gotten extended warranty. Oh yeah. I flat out. They would have sold that to you if you'd asked for it. I think they even offered. I said, I don't. I'm sure they did. I I say, I work on my own vehicles. I don't want it. I told them the same thing. Yeah. And they, they. Pushed back against me, and I just and and that's didn't what I pre- feel like fighting it, and I'm paying for it now. Yep, and that's what I appreciate about the guy that I bought mine from because he he seemed pretty straight up. Yeah, and when I told him something, he didn't press it too hard. Yeah, obviously he's trying to make a sale. Yeah, and so like when we went back and forth on the sale, I was like, I was like, ah, I'd like to get a little bit more for the the avalanche. He's like, well, this is, this is honestly the best I can do, and he, I don't think he was lying. It's because they didn't like that truck. Left the lot and went straight to the auction. Before, yeah. before, like that's why I didn't drive it home is because it was already fucking gone to the auction. Yeah. <laughs> like they they didn't care. That car was fucking gone. Oh, they, were, they were not going to sell it. It meant nothing to that's them. That's what we did it when I worked at a dealership in high school too. Yep. I mean, there's so many of those cars that like because I worked in the wash bay. There were so many of those cars that I didn't even rinse. Oh yeah, we just sent them straight to the auction. Yep. So. So it was a it was a 2018 Silverado um, LTZ with the with the uh, Max trailering package for thirty two thousand dollars. Right. I wasn't going to get a better deal on that truck. No, not really. Anywhere. Right. It's an expensive truck. Yeah. The Max trailering package is probably not super easy to find. It's not common at all. They yeah. knew it, and 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 even at thirty two thousand, especially in, in this part of the country, most of those people that want that towing package are just going to buy a twenty five hundred. Yeah, they're going to buy a three quarter ton truck. I've only seen a couple of them, period. Yeah. So I mean, I did, but especially it was, in, it was in, worth it, and that price. In I, Farmer, I could, Iowa, yeah. South Dakota, 
you know, they're just going to buy three quarter tons. Yeah. Half tons are are toy trucks that city folks use. Yeah. Around. Yeah, you us. jack them up. Yeah. Well, they jack up three quarter tons too. That's fair. But it, but yeah, I mean it, it. But like when I got my paperwork, it was the trade in value of the truck, mm-hmm. the free uh, bed cover that I asked for. Just to make me feel like I got something out of the deal. <laughs> All right, fair uh, enough. And then, because uh, uh, like that was that was like I final think like my final push to like, all right, we'll we'll settle on this for the avalanche. How about a tonneau cover for free? And he kind of looks at me and smiles. You got it. <laughs> it's like whatever. It oh, cost him two hundred dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say about it, it means that. that they would have threw it in for free no matter yeah, what. Probably. Um, but yeah, but like, but yeah. When I got home, I was like, yeah, the the loan was for exactly what I thought it was going to be. My payment was exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Like, if I wouldn't have been like, no, I, I'm not buying extended warranty. I, I, it, I will accept whatever consequence I take. And he, for whatever <sighs> reason, that they were, they did not press it, and I appreciated that. Yeah. So, but I know that's not the norm. Yeah, basically the long and skinny of this is is when you go into these things, be careful. Be aware. Like yeah, do your research. Yeah. List like think through what we just talked about. <laughs> and uh go in cuz they'll they they will readily show you your monthly payment. That's a number they didn't try to hide from me. Right. Um and I I should have known that that monthly payment was radically higher than what I should have expected it to be based on what I thought I was buying. Mm-hmm. I should have known that going in. Yep, I knew I was gonna that have to- one tiny little piece of information would have saved so much uh, headache for me. Oh yeah, and it would have taken me thirty seconds because it, w- it would have been a red flag right off the bat. Like, hey, this this ain't right. Yeah, yep. And actually, Katie knew that. She walked out going that. Did you did. Because when she when she found the vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, it popped. It um, she found it on their website, and it had what you should expect to pay every month for it. Yeah, that's so usually that's without the ten thousand dollar down payment. Yep, and, and that was, number was even drastically lower than what they spit out. Yeah, but Katie didn't say anything because she just didn't think she, that. She didn't want to overstep. Like right. maybe, maybe I missed yeah, something. Because you know she's just letting. She knows well, how many how many car loans has she done? You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, she she, you know, like, she knows. Just let me do my thing. And, right. And I I kind of wish she wouldn't have. But I I, I don't question her not saying anything either. Yeah. No, no I don't I, either. I, like if I was with you and yeah, like, and I'd never bought a car like that before. And I just went off of what the website said. I was like, well, maybe the website's wrong. So I would I would question the website before I'd question you. This is now the second vehicle that I have bought or gotten a loan through a deal. No, this is the third vehicle I've gotten a loan through a dealership on. And I would say this is the second time that I feel like I made a financial mistake that I'm going to be paying for for a long time. Well, hopefully the vehicle is so, a good vehicle. Right now what – what my hopes and dreams are on this right now yep. is that I'm going to – I always get a fat uh, tax return because yes. it's just the way that the way it's set up for things you. are set up for me. Yep. Uh, and so I'm probably just going to pay a bunch – I'm going to – when I get that tax return, I'm going to call the bank and tell them to put it towards the principal. Yep. And then I think after that and after this $4,000 hits, I think I might refinance. Yeah, because if nothing else, I can get my monthly payment down. Yes, because I was 
I was honestly, I was anticipating, I was anticipating in my mind, I was going to have uh, like eight to nine thousand dollar loan. Yes, and I was going to be paying like probably at least five grand of it right off. Yes, gone as fast, yeah, as as fast as you possible. And then I was going to have it paid off by the end of twenty twenty three. At that point, yes. And at this, I, it won't happen that way. No, but if I can pay a bunch off and then refinance and get a lower monthly payment, I I can survive this. Yeah, and and if interest rates kind of keep trickling down, you can time it right. You know yeah. what I mean? And I wonder if I go directly to Viridian. Well, so I've been kind of thinking about. I currently bank at Wells Fargo to yep. go way into a personal area. Eh. I currently bank at Wells Fargo, and I don't like it. I will say that I I currently bank or unbank, as they say, <laughs> at uh, Community Choice Credit Union. Yeah, so, and uh, they have been nothing short of excellent. When I when I opened my bank account when I was nineteen years old, uh, you were traveling. I was traveling full time, and this was. Fuck it. This was 15 <laughs> years ago. Self smartphones didn't exist the way they do now. Nope. I had a BlackBerry yep. and I was pretty fucking uptown, but mobile banking was not a thing. And I was traveling all over the country and I was needing money. I was needing to be able to get access to the money that I had anywhere in the country. And so I didn't want to use a credit union because a lot of times they only have a handful of branches and that's it. Right. They're local. Right. Usually. Yeah. So I, I went with Wells Fargo because I knew no matter where I was, there'd be a Wells Fargo nearby. Which was a, a very, at the time, very logical made choice. Made sense. But I'm, I think my my mom, who's very money savvy and is an accountant and has been a tax person uh, for her entire life, uh, tells me that if you have a lot of money, Wells Fargo is a great place to bank. I believe that. Yeah. But I don't have a lot of money. Yeah, she's she's talking the tax brackets that we're not in. Right. <laughs> right. And so um I think this might be this might be the catalyst for me fixing that problem too. Yep. So I I will say that my experiences with the local credit union yeah. has been very good. Yeah. Um the cuz the reason I went there originally was because when I when I bought that rogue I was just shy. Like it was kind of like yeah, the same I remember setup. that. I needed you just needed a little bit of money. It was like between 3 and 5 grand. It was like yeah. it was enough that I couldn't justify just like emptying my account to pay for it. So I, right. I bought, I, I needed an account. I had to open an account there and then got my, my loan there. It was even then too, it was like, like some crazy, like low interest rate. It was like, yeah. like 1.9 or something. Right. And that's kind of what I'm hoping <laughs> is maybe if I'm a customer with the credit union, yep. I might be able to get a better interest rate. Yep. So then, then also when I bought my truck, they finance through whatever credit place that they do, that uh-huh. they prefer. And then Community Choice rec- like called me up and said, "Hey, we see that you're paying. We'll say Wells Fargo. It might not have been, but we'll say right. we see you're paying an auto loan to Wells Fargo. We would like to buy that, and your you, that would make your interest rate this and your payment this. And then we would obviously then, then we just take take from this account. And we'll pay it. Right. Um, I was like, okay, that sounds it. great. Yeah, do it. <laughs> and they did, and it was like." Great, <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I've had great experience with the local credit union. So that that would be, yeah. I would say look there. Yeah, I think I think this might be the catalyst for me fixing my Wells Fargo woes as well. Is that maybe I can get a better interest rate? Yep. And refinance and get a, the lower payment I want. 
And then I might be able to come out of this semi not. I I think you'll because like I it I, sucks now, but I think I, I really by the time it's all said and done, I think you'll be okay. So that's a 2017. So it's right six yeah. years old. So it's six years old already. It'll be twelve years old by the time it's paid off if I just leave it the way it is and just pay minimum monthly payments every month. That's how they get you, which of course you're not going to do. That's crazy. That's. We're going to get into predictions. One of my predictions was that we're going to have record defaults on auto loans in the tw- in 2023. Yeah, that's exactly where I was at on it, too. <laughs> I, I took it off my list. I didn't it's want to talk about it. It's going to be the housing crisis, except yeah, in cars. Auto loans. Yeah, and the, the amounts of money aren't that radically different, sadly, not, because not cars are expensive. Yeah. Well, I mean, the six, seven, eight-year car loans are a thing, It's it, and it's going to be becoming more of a thing. So, No, the, the fact that I, I'm, I haven't had to go that route, and I've timed it... I, I will admit, I couldn't have timed my auto loan any better. Yeah, I July couldn't have of, it any worse. Right, July of 2020 was the perfect time to buy a truck. Yeah. Uh, January of 2023, not so much. <laughs> not so much. So, long story short, not that I think I'm telling anybody anything they didn't already know, but fucking be careful. Yeah. Because even if you feel like you're going in there and like, oh, I I know what they I know their games. They're they're really good at them. They're, they're, they practice every day. They're really you don't get really, that. You don't really, get really, yeah, you don't really, get that. really good at it. Yep. You got to remember, they're not your friends. No. So, and they're really good at making you feel like they are. Yep. I will say that the guy that I bought, actually, the guy that I bought my Avalanche from, did a really good job of that. And I, I get, I got that Bob Brown Chevy here in Des Moines. I have no complaints. Yeah. Everything, everything went as good as I could ever ask. Yeah. And then Ryan from. Vernity. Uh, he still sends me a birthday card. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Because, like, if I remember right, the Rogue came from, like, the shadiest Des Moines dealership no, was, that you could was, always it at, pick. What, it was it? at Colfax, and they sell tractor parts, but they also have, like, a, a handful of cars they sell. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was like, I think it was one. Of those, it was an auction car. So I'm not it, convinced there wasn't some title fraud that happened there. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> well, it, wasn't, it wasn't fine because the transmission was shit, but. Um, but I, again, I that could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, because like even then, like yeah, because he's I I went to the he's like I want you to go to the, you know go to this credit union. They, they we work with them and it's great. And then like they just gave me the car and told me to leave. And like yeah. I, they they trusted me to take the title to the credit union. Yeah, it was yeah. the weirdest shit. <laughs> so uh, the one thing about this about the van that could have fucked me and I should have also thought about that turned out to not be that big a deal for me. I didn't think about it, but like going from a 2007 Honda Odyssey to a 2017 Chrysler Pacifica, probably should have made sure my insurance wasn't going to fucking skyrocket. Ooh. Yeah. So I have the same, I've always, the the main vehicle that, that we drive as a family, I've always kept with pretty high insurance on it. It's yeah. full coverage. Yeah. Even though like I've. The van wasn't really worth anything. But you still want and it's to paid not off, get completely but like, fucked over. I, yeah, if I crash it, I, I need the money to buy another one. It's well, not like... Well, and if, you, and if you have a loan against it, you have to have full coverage. Well, yeah, but I didn't... Like, when when the Blazer was our primary mode of transportation, it had full coverage. Right. When the Honda... When the Odyssey was our primary mode of transportation, it had full coverage. Like, I've always just kept the primary one fully covered. Yeah. Because if it if if it does get wiped out for whatever reason, I need money to buy a different one. Yes, I don't just have five thousand dollars sitting in my bank account for a, for a crashy day. 
Right. So, uh, like, you know, that's what I've, that's always been my thought process on it. Yeah. It's kind of expensive, but what are you going to do? Like the, the, the blazer now has like basically the, the lowest amount of insurance that I can legally get by with Yep. because I put a th- like a thousand miles a year on it. See, like I have, so when I bought, when, when I've registered the foot or put insurance on the focus, once I got yep. it running, yep. I've, cause I have an insurance agent. So one thing I actually like have some, a guy for, Yep. so I emailed I the guy. I, I have a guy. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've, I've been a state farm customer since I was 16 years old. Yep. Uh, I still use the same insurance agent from my hometown back in Hall. I moved insurance agents because I got tired of everything can be done over email, so I really don't yeah. think it's fine. Well, I'm just old enough that was, that wasn't was, a possibility it, it before. Was so. Always it was always with Renee and then she moved to a different business. And now I have to deal with this bitch. I have to deal with I have to deal with Chris now. Fucking Chris. Yeah. I haven't met a Chris I like. Actually, I like this guy. He's I'm fine. Just, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it's like I, I, I emailed him and said, I bought this Focus. I'm going to drive it to and from work. I paid nothing for it. <laughs> like seriously. So seriously. Like, I don't... I, don't I, I, I Actually, I think my exact verbiage in the email was, I bought this car for a song and a dance. I don't want money when this thing gets I, crashed. I said, I want this the cheapest insurance that I can legally get. Yeah. Or... Bundle it in a way with my house because everything's bundled. You know? Yeah, mine I was is like, too. I was like, bundle it in a way that makes the most sense. If right. it makes sense to put full coverage on it and it lowers my payment on something else, whatever. Just yeah. make it make it make sense. Because <laughs> as you know, I live more than twenty minutes away from a fire station. Yeah, which makes my house insurance fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh, thankfully the Chrysler, the Pacifica is $3 a month more than the Honda, which I think I'll be able to manage. Okay. Regist- is yours new enough? The registration will be expensive. Uh, well, based on this, the registration wasn't that bad. Two thirty. No, that's not bad. I'm o- I've owned old enough cars my entire, basically my entire adult life that that still feels like a lot of money for registration. It, yeah. Well, because you- I've always owned uh, in Iowa, they bought them out. Like it, yeah, it, hits it a, gets old, and so the newer the car, the more expensive because it does. It's different in every state, yeah. apparently. So the newer the car, the more expensive it is, and at some point it bottoms out. And it's just sixty five dollars a year, unless it's a pickup. Then it's like thirty five dollars a year, just f- like from the start, I, isn't it? I, I think so. Because like agriculture, <laughs> thank you, farmers. Yeah, because because yeah. the edge was like. A lot of fucking money. Yeah, the, which is the ridiculous. Amount of money that it is is based on its MSRP or its whatever MSRP for X number of years or whatever. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like a, this is 2013, so it's not new, right? But like the edge was very expensive. Like, so w- when I bought the truck, um, the edge was we got like I'm trying to think how this all played out because Jess was like offended. <laughs> she actually was she was ready to call. And complained to the registration office because the truck was yeah like thirty five dollars. Yeah, I think it's thirty five bucks a year. I think I think they changed that, but like when I first bought it, it was like thirty five dollars, and, yeah. and the edge was like like four or five hundred. I think bucks. it was like four hundred bucks. It was yeah. like it was yeah, like yeah. way too much money. Yeah, and I was like, well, this, it's all right there. I mean, that's it's on. Like if you look at the registration site, this this is what it's rated. I'm not, I'm not the idiot who bought a fifty thousand dollar platinum edition edge. What do you want from me? Yeah. I just, bought this, I just bought this clapped out agriculture truck. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Farm truck. <laughs> I think they changed it, but it's still like, the, the truck is still cheaper. It's still cheaper. Yeah. They did change it, but it's still cheaper than than registering the equivalent normal passenger yeah. vehicle. Yeah, for sure. So, 
it isn't that much money, but it is still kind of a shock because I'm used to spending $65 a year because everything I've ever owned is bottomed out. Yeah, yeah. I think the focus, I think, was 30 bucks. No, I think I think it's still thirty five. I want to say that's sixty five dollars a year for like literally everything else except for trucks. I just paid. I I, I just paid the maybe focus. maybe I think, it's thirty five. I think, I think it was year. like thirty five dollars. Maybe it is thirty five dollars a year because the, the edge is still the edge was expensive. I, don't, I haven't paid. I think this year should this year should be the year that it it starts to, it really drops off, and then I don't have the Z registered for the street. It's insured, but it's not it's not registered. Right. Yes, because in 2020, no one pulled you over for license plates. No, it was so, so I, dro- I drove it for a whole hey, year. We were talking about this. Funny, we were talking at work about what we miss about COVID. Yeah, not there were like over. a couple things that people were, and I was like, no, 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 no. I missed the COVID commute. It was so good. Nobody on the road. No, only basically only construction employees, mm-hmm. and like some factory workers. Yes, but like people who actually know how to drive. Yeah, I fucking said it. <laughs> Dude, we we did 90 miles an hour. Actually, when I got into Des Moines, I had to speed up. <laughs> Where normally you got to slow down. Way down. And during COVID times, two thirty or uh, 3580, literally the Autobahn. Yeah. I could do 90 miles an hour and get past multiple times from the Mixmaster to the 141 exit. Yeah. It was amazing. We even, even in 21 doing one lap. You know, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, still yeah. kind of had that. Yeah. Going for us. Yeah. But at 6.30 in the morning, God, I miss Empty it so roads. much. Empty roads. It's not that way anymore. I also miss not you know not getting invited to things. That was nice. <laughs> hey, you doing this thing? Nah, I can't. You know, it's COVID. COVID yeah. It's not worth the I still use I still use that excuse all the time, but it doesn't really hold weight anymore. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, nah, I can't go. You know, it's COVID, you know, it's... <laughs> Yeah, I, sorry, man. Yeah, I got a cough, a mask, it's the whole thing. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, move on. Yeah, let's to a topic because we, you know we've only done half a show. Fuck. <laughs> uh, this financial advice presented by Petrobox, mypetrobox.com. Some great financial advice is to head over to mypetrobox.com and use the code TTP15. You get fifteen percent off that first box plus everything available in the shop. Um, I have sad news though. An awesome shirt came out this month. One of the greatest. One of the best shirts. It's you never going to hit the show, the store. That it will. Oh. Okay. Um, so what happened was we. I made a comment on the show. Yep. A penny saved is a penny race card, and they yeah. turned it into a shirt. And as a result, there's also a sticker, a ten tons podcast sticker in the box. It's a great shirt. Yep. John did a really good job yep. with that one. So, mine showed up. And it's a new shirt, so I just tossed it in the wash. Uh-huh. And I pulled it out of the wash um, after I did my laundry. And I noticed it was, like, sucked together. I don't know if it was, like, gum or glue or what. Like, it's the only shirt that had any problem with it. I don't know. Maybe I said overloaded, and it was, like, those uh, Tide Pod things. Maybe, like, I don't know. Either way, the shirt was stuck to itself. Okay. Right? So I'm, like, messing with it, trying to pull it apart. I just fucking ripped it. I didn't even get a chance to wear it. <laughs> I'm so mad did at myself. Did you... So, like... I don't know because I never know. Half the time in our group chat, I don't know if people are fucking around or serious. We're never serious, but yes. E-Man said he put gum in it. No, I, I accused him of doing that, and then he he followed through on the joke saying that he put it on the inside. Oh. And 
I know it's not true. Also, for the fact that it was stuck like from, from the outside. From the outside. Ah, damn it! I, I really wanted that to I, be true. I accused Jess of putting gum because she chews gum. I chew gum all the time. I, I accused her of leaving gum in her pocket, and that's why my shirt was ruined. Damn it! But I'm, I don't know if it was gum. What else would it have been? I think I I think those the if you have if you're overloaded and you have that Tide Pod and it gets stuck in the shirt and it doesn't like the 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 the, the casing yeah I think if that doesn't get completely washed away and it dries inside the shirt it basically glues itself shut oh so I think that's what happened is that I happened chance threw the Tide Pod in it got wrapped up in that shirt it 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 did its thing enough to let all the soap and stuff out. But that casing didn't dissolve enough, and it ended up drying inside the shirt. I don't know if people still use Tide Pods. Oh, yeah. That's all we do. They're expensive, Robbie. I've grown accustomed to a certain style of living. Let me guess. You got like two dozen eggs in your fridge, too? Only a dozen. Cage-free. No, I don't, I don't, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Robbie's got $50 worth of eggs in his fridge right now. Jesus Christ. You wouldn't believe the quality of toilet paper I have in this house. Remember when chicken was cheap? Yeah, chicken and eggs. Like, yeah, like you get a whole thing for a dollar. Yeah, you buy a, a twelve, uh, a dozen eggs for like a buck sixty. Yeah, you get and, and like two pounds of chicken cost you like three dollars and fifty cents. Yep, and then you could get a loaf of bread for ninety nine cents, and then bananas for like a dollar a pound. Twenty twenty one. Let me tell you, things yep. I miss about COVID. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but great excitement of having that PetroBox show up yeah. on the door. Um, so if you want to get great excitement. MyPetroBox.com. And I'm sure that shirt will eventually be in the store where I can buy it again, and I'll be fine with that. Whatever. John will send you one because he's the nicest man in the world. That's true. Actually, he should send me like a bunch of them so I can give them out to my friends. Is Frankly, like I realize that like, we probably could have pushed this more if we wanted, but like about damn time we had a shirt. Yeah, because he, he asked me, he's like, so what, like, is okay if we use this logo? And I was like, yeah, of course. Obviously. And like, I didn't even think about it. I'm like, you know what? We don't cash in on this podcast enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, and I'll, I'll be honest. I don't want to do a paywall. I fucking hate it. So no, I, don't I, really I, like I will either. be, I will be candid about that. I, I fucking I hate really the, like idea. the idea either. So it's just, that's just, it's just me. I, I would rather do a free show and my thing, not make my money. thing less about that. And more about the fact that we struggle enough to do the, the regular show weekly adding to, another one yeah, to think no. about like trying to do a patreon only show with any regularity impossible. sounds just which impossible. makes me feel even more guilty because you have if you are paying for it and then we don't fucking do a show right right so i don't want to yeah. be that guy yeah yeah um but where was i going with that oh but yeah so you asked me like you know is okay if we use this design i was like yeah of course and then like a day or two later i was like you know what put a sticker in the box <laughs> like just Make it worth my while. Yeah, yeah. So, because I was gonna have him, like put Ten Tens podcast on the shirt. I'm like, ah, it's, it's, your shirt. it's your shirt. It's your shirt. Yeah, just, just put a sticker much. in the box. Just yeah, put a sticker in the box. That's cool. Uh, MyPetsBox.com. All right, it's the time for the topic. <laughs> Remember when we used to do topics and the news? The news, gross. We would have done an opener, the We'd topic, and news, now. and be done. Yeah, that's okay. But these these will go fast. No, I yeah, I, don't I promise. Have, I don't have shit. Well, so. you didn't have shit last year. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which we, so, backstory. We went, like, I swear we wrote all this down last year, but apparently we didn't. I did. I wrote mine down. You did. Apparently. Well, you only had one to write down, apparently. Turns out that, turns out that I didn't write it down because, 
Um, turns out we didn't write it down because my phone was dead. Yes, I remember that. Oh, yeah. We listened to the show. And yeah, and so I, I literally just have one <laughs> prediction, apparently. From last year. From last year. All right, what, what was it again? Uh, I I even... My guess was that EVs, um, that we'd figure out, that, that the manufacturers would figure out range increase and make the range problem get rid of relatively the, fixed. Yeah, get rid of the range anxiety. But that the charge time wouldn't go down far enough that I feel like it doesn't matter anymore. And I still think that that's probably... So we we do at this point have quite a few cars that have the 350 to 400 mile range. That's pretty common. Which I think is what you get out of a gas car. Roughly, yeah. Yep. But the charge time is still... Significant. Just as high as it ever has been. It really hasn't changed dramatically. I think the only... And certainly not enough that I feel like it's... Uh, like close enough to being the same that I can get my head around it. I think the only company that's really making waves with that is the is Neo, and not in America, right? Because they could do. I think they could do. It's not a full charge, but they could do like a rapid charge. It's like eight hundred volts, and they have to have like special yeah cable. You're, ne- and, you're never going to get that at your house. No, and it's and it's at their special start charging station. They could do whatever it was. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like. Almost a full charge in like 12 minutes. Right. But yeah, you're talking like 800 volts and they have to have special things on it because otherwise it gets too hot. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but a lithium ion fire is probably not a thing I want to Turns be out they're super dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And like, and they keep igniting. Just, yeah, just like long term, they're dangerous. Yeah. So like, if when a battery cell gets damaged, like if you watch the Grand Tour, because like he crashed that, uh, <laughs> uh, the Rivian, the, the, Rim- the Rimac, the, the Rimac. Rimac, yeah. And uh, it burst into flames. And it kept bursting into flames because every time a cell would get damaged, it would self-combust, yep. and then it would damage the next one. And, yeah. and so on. I mean, there's like, what, 4,000 cells? Yeah, <laughs> crazy. So, yeah, it's... But that that is... If they could do it in 12 minutes safely, that is a very impressive feat. Yeah. But you're never going to get... And and I, I suppose that the argument could be made that, like, if it's the cars at home, really, I don't need it to be able to charge itself in 12 minutes at home. Correct. Fine, sure, I get that. But I still take a lot of road trips. It, and, it, like, it, I don't want to sit at a gas station for 45 minutes every 200 miles. Right. It's, it's, it's not feasible. Uh-uh. I have a hard enough time making it to things already. You right. had you and had like, a four hour I, I, break in between. Not I am known for being semi leisurely with my travel schedules. Yes, uh, and that I bitch endlessly when when I'm with someone who's not as leisurely as I am. <laughs> yep, but that's too much for me. Yeah, if, so. I, if I'm forced to take a forty five minute break every three three hours, four hours, it's 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 too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. So, but anyway, that was my one prediction from last year, and I was right. Hooray! Yeah, I'll give you that. All right, we can go through mine. I had yeah. four. I had four. You had more because you're better. I, at this I planned ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my first one was that the Formula One Miami Grand Prix will be a financial success, but the racing will be trash. I will. Say that's pretty true. I mean, it was good enough to do it twice. Yeah, financially, the track's not great, and they're not making any changes, and that makes people upset. I don't. I don't. The race, the racing wasn't complete trash. I didn't think the track was 
horrible. But the weird little zigzag at the end was super unnatural for the cars. They did just, and they didn't change that for 2023. Right. Um, and then like, this was before we knew about the stupid Marina, <laughs> like, uh, the, 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 the fake, fake like, the fake water. Fake water this, this, so I made this Jesus prediction before Christ. that. Um, but I mean, they're charging like astronomical amounts of money and it's just a bunch of the A-listers and elites that are going. I mean, yeah, I mean, Formula I mean, One is not a thing that you can go to. Anymore. Not in America, Coda. You, could, I mean, Coda, you can afford to go to. Can you still? Yes. Okay. Be, but if I, if you and I wanted to go to the the Las Vegas Grand Prix, no. One, it's already too late. Yeah. And two, it's not a fucking financial option. No. And neither is Miami. It's not an option. I assume Vegas is worse. Vegas is worse. Yes. But still. But the Formula One knows there's enough money in America and people are willing to spend it. That there's enough elites that are going to pay it, so they they are it, it's making money. It's crazy but it, to but me. But these that, are not great racing tracks. It's crazy to me that we have three Formula One races in America this year. Yeah, I'd have never put that down as a prediction last year. Three, no, three is crazy. Two, yes, I, I would I would believe consistently doing two. Three is crazy. This, the country's big enough. I can see two. Yeah, three is wild. Yeah, I know because when you think about like if you look at Europe. Versus Amer- versus the United States. Yep. Like, most of our states aren't that far off from... Their countries. Their countries in, like, size and even, for some of them, population. Yeah. Like, obviously, Iowa's... Even Iowa's a relatively low population state, but Good. we still have more than a lot... Than, than some of our Western brethren. Yep. Uh, until you get too far west. Yeah, that's just then it, cold then it, and sad. That, well, and then there's California, which is back the other way again. There's oh. a shitload of people. Oh, I thought there. you were talking. I thought you were talking. Never mind. But like Nebraska to, I yeah. mean, Colorado's kind of changed. Colorado. Colorado. But like Montana, Wyoming, Utah, they're, they're pretty quiet places. I would, yeah, they're fucking great. I, I, it sounds amazing, <laughs> doesn't it? Utah sounds awesome. Dude, I would love to live in Montana. It would be amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, but like a lot there's a lot of the states aren't that far off from countries. So like, it kind of makes, cause like, yeah, if you look at Europe's got at How, least yeah. three, yeah, a bunch of races. Yeah. So, okay, fine. I guess that makes sense. But if you don't look at it that way, it's like, God damn, we got three of them in one country. We're, yeah. we're kicking ass, taking names, but I'm not surprised based on the, you know, the popularity of the Netflix specials and all that stuff. So, yeah, which I have um, not watched a single minute of. I stopped watching after the third season. I, I didn't watch any of last season and yeah. I'm not going to watch this season. Yeah. Uh, if they do do an IndyCar one, I will. I will for sure give it a fair shot. Um, yeah, everyone's trying to get theirs in. All I really want is not even a documentary. It is the IMSA from the '80s TV show. Mm-hmm. I want that. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, I yeah. It's the only thing. I, <laughs> I know it's. I know it's. Someone's working it in the background. Yeah, and I know it's. I think there's some financing involved. That's all I want. Yeah. But I want, but I want it to have a proper budget. And I want it to be good. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to claim. I'm going to take credit for that one. Yeah, I'm good at that. All right. Uh, my next one. We we'll back to the picture of the lightning. Oh, uh, yeah. The Ford Lightning. Uh, I predicted that the Ford Lightning will be a success. Comma. Will sell more than any other EV in the U.S. Nope. However, nope. won't shake a stick to the F-150 sales. So that's probably true. So the F the the Ford Lightning 
was a success. It's gotten great reviews. I've seen one or two of them here in Des Moines. Yep. The pricing was good. The pricing was right. Yep. The styling was right. The usefulness was right. Yep. Um, I think there's one one thing that hurt the Lightning, and it was out of Ford's control. What was that? The Rivian. Yes. I see a lot of Rivians. A surprising amount of Rivians. Yeah. They yeah. sell a lot of them. It's a, which is also a, a good truck. There's one in Nevada. Plenty in Des Moines. Right. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Tesla in Nevada, but I can't think of one right off the top of my head. I know where a Rivian is. Yep. So I've seen I see a handful of Rivians around. I, I, the thing about the Lightning is you kind of notice them. One but you of your don't. rich neighbors for sure has a Rivian. They got Teslas. Well, yeah, but uh, one of them's got a Rivian. Yeah, because I need a truck. Yeah. So I mean, you see the light. You every once in a while you catch a Lightning, but at the same time they don't stick out quite like they don't a really stick out. So, no, but I would notice it if I saw it. Yep. But there, there's a few of them. So here. I don't, I don't get to claim victory on it because it will not, it did not sell more than you, any. I think, and I think you, it's more of a manufacturing thing because they sold thirteen thousand of them. That's a lot. But they also more than I thought. They also didn't Still have that many though. Yeah, they didn't have manufacturing all the way up because like they're expecting to sell ship one hundred fifty thousand in twenty twenty three. Now that their production is up to up to snuff, and they're already sold out through twenty twenty four. That's a lot. So I mean they're. That puts them on pace with the Model 3. Yeah. But obviously they didn't do it last year. Not because of lack of interest, but because of lack of production. So Common problem for a lot of car manufacturers right yeah. now. And of course it didn't shake a stick at F-150 sales. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> which was, which was a gimme. It was won't a for years. Or ever. Uh, it, they sell like a billion of them. Well, like 700,000 One of a year. my predictions would tie into this. Okay, cool. So we'll talk about it All again right. here in a little bit. All right. So that was that. Um. Oh, this one. Yeah, this one didn't go anywhere. I had that data privacy will be a hot topic on new vehicles. I don't think it isn't. It isn't, but it's not getting a lot of traction, like in the news. Or no, like, but so, it's been a problem, and, it, and it's going to continue to be. Yeah. So I, I still think this is. Sorry, congestion. Yep. I still think it's going to be a concern, uh-huh. but I don't think it really. It didn't blow up into anything. So I'm not, I'm not going to take credit for it and say like, yeah, that was a great prediction because right, they, they really didn't go anywhere. Um, I predicted that Cars Four would be announced. <sighs> God, I fucking wish it it didn't happen. And there's no there's no line of sight for it I don't anywhere. Think it's going to happen, Robbie. But to be fair, I would almost en- ending on en- the way Cars Three ended is let's probably end on a high note. Man. Yeah, the Cars Three was a good. Well, so, okay, how about this? Because I think that the movie, the landscape of, of how we consume our video stuff has changed dramatically, yes. even in the last year. Oh, for sure. Uh, they did release uh, like a Cars mini series. On Disney Plus? On Disney Plus. Was it any good? It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. But it was like uh, they... So Lightning McQueen and Mater did a, like a road trip and they, and each episode is like them staying at a place and getting into shenanigans. Of course. Right. And, uh, but that came out this year and okay. honestly that could almost be considered a movie. And, and I think moving forward that you're going to see more and more of those things that like star Wars has, has really shown that that like the Mandalorian and Obi-Wan and- Kenobi and stuff like that. Yeah. They're TV shows, but like, 
I'll be the first one to be critical about this Star Wars stuff. You could take all of the dumb, boring bullshit out of those and pack that into an hour and a half or two hour movie, and it would be a much better viewing experience, in my opinion. I said it. Deal with it. Yeah, I won't disagree. So, like, I I could almost give you, I'll give you fifty percent credit for this because of the miniseries. Okay, that was definitely that? that was more credit than I was going to take. Well, you probably didn't even know it happened because that's not in your wheelhouse. No, I mean I I like cars and like if well, someone, right, but I'll, like, I'll sit down and watch it. Child, who would watch the miniseries on Disney Plus? Yes, I, I don't have Disney Plus, and I'm not going to sit down I and watch the series out, on it. Actually, last night I was trying to watch the Iowa State game, and it kept buffering. And I said to Jess, if it buffers one more fucking time, I'm getting ESPN Plus right now. What's it? What was it streaming on? Don't worry about it. Oh, the internet. Oh. <laughs> but I told her I was like, the USB drive fell off a truck in your front yard. You just picked it up, and it happened yeah. to be the game you wanted to yeah, watch. Yeah, it was the craziest yeah, thing. It's, it's interesting. It was, yeah, it's just some site. Yeah, weird. Yeah, but I told her like, if this buffers one more time, I'm paying the six dollars <laughs> for ESPN Plus. <laughs> but. I already have Hulu, so it makes sense to get the package that yeah, has. Katie all and of I them. just like literally today went through and double checked our uh, what streaming all services of our streaming have. services. Yeah, yeah. So we have we Am- Amazon our, Prime because you basically have to yep. at this point. <laughs> um, Peacock and Hulu. So we have Netflix, Disney Plus, and and Prime. Yep. And yep. I get HBO Max through AT and T. Oh, nice for free. See, I. I I watch enough sports that I should really have ESPN Plus, yeah, and if right. I have Hulu and ESPN Plus, Disney Plus is basically free. Uh-huh. So we've talked about doing it for like three years, and I just haven't done it. <laughs> like probably eighty percent of my TV viewing that I do personally and yeah. not as a family is done off of uh, Disney Plus. I can see that. That's it. Because mostly because I just watch Star Wars TV shows. See, I, I bought, but I like the I, got, I like the old ones because the new ones suck. I got Peacock for IndyCar and IMSA, uh-huh. and that alone is worth every penny. I thought, oh, I pay for Motor Trend too. Oh nope, didn't do that. I did that for a while, but for no. five bucks a month, yeah. I should probably just cancel that. But I kind of don't want to because I kind of want them to not stop doing it. Yes, I get that. <laughs> so, um, all right, one more. I predicted that GLTC will sell out more events than it doesn't, and I was close, but wrong. Really? I think I would quant- I would quantify a sellout as being, I guess, I don't know if they stop selling tickets at every event, but basically a sellout would be, be like max cars, which would be 25 cars per mile, and I don't believe we did that more than we didn't. Okay. So I, I, ref- I won't take credit for that, because there's no way that they hit that limit at, at more events than they didn't. Eh, probably not. I don't know where they stopped selling tickets versus, because uh, I know Adam's kind of agreed upon number is no more than 25 cars per mile on a track. Yep, and I don't think we hit that. Gingerman for sure, but we, we didn't, well, obviously kind of, we didn't hit that's it. That's kind of a loaded deal because it not only is it their biggest event, Car count wise and and spectator wise, but it's also one of the shorter tracks. We right, but you still put sixty cars on, it, and that's still the highest. So stupid. It's there are fifty six cars. I think was what what they topped out at, but like that's still the biggest field because right. Heartland Park could accommodate that. It didn't. You it know, would it, feel way less crowded at Heartland Park. Yeah. God damn that race would be terrifying. Yeah, having the wall right there with sixty cars would not be great. That's scary. Yeah. A blind it, because, corner. Well, it narrows too, like, right? Yeah. Or I guess it. It, it, maybe it, it feels like it. It narrows. feels like it narrows because you turn and then, or yeah. like a, not really a turn. No, you don't like turn. You, it's not a turn, Robbie. It's, well, it's called alpha. 
Well, well, when you it's have, not a turn, Robbie. Your steering wheel turns because it's, there's multiple cars around you. It's a turn. It's a turn. I don't know why that's not turn one. Yeah, it should be. But if not turn one and turn two. But yeah, I, I whatever yeah. turn it is at Road America that's not really a turn is way less of a turn than what is not turn one at at Harlem Park. Yeah, because there's one of those corners at Road America that's like, oh, not really a turn. If you're out there by yourself and you're not trying to make room for other cars, it is a straightaway. Yeah. It's one of the first ones. It, it, it's a... Um, is it four? Three or, three or four. Yeah, I think four. it's... Four. Because five is the bottom of the hill. Well, you're trying to run well, back up well, the hill. Well, two. Two doesn't count as a turn. Because <laughs> you got one... And yeah, maybe it's two. two. Like, cause be, maybe it's Because three is the next actual turn, right? Yeah, I think it's two. And then four is that back straight, and then five is the actual next turn after the speed trap, right? I think so. So two, two and four are de- are are straighter than alpha, I believe. Yeah, yeah, probably. I I haven't uh, looked at a track yeah. Map turn two and turn two is definitely not a corner. Turn four is kind of a corner. Turn two is not a corner. Two is that's a sh- fucking straight away. Yeah. I I was sh- like watching the track vid like the virtual track walk with Ross Bentley and they're like turn two I'm like what are you ta- what are you talking about yeah. turn two yeah no I'm looking at a track map now finally okay uh, turn four is is a it's it's a bend it's like a three you, degree bend you'll never t- turn two if you are if you're not trying to make room for someone one to three is a straight line on the steering wheel yes yeah exit of one to braking zone of three you do not have to turn the steering wheel to make. Correct. That makes it not a turn. Yes. And even like four, you can straight line that. Four, you probably could. Uh, I think you got to turn a little bit. Well, you, if you start at the right side of the track, you basically end up at the left side and then back at the right side. Yeah. You can basically straight line that. Pretty close, yeah. But Yeah, so yeah, GLTC didn't sell out, but yeah, they had great crowds, huge fields. Uh, Slip Angle talked about this a little bit, but the golds, the gold pass sales for 2023, it's, it's like, so crazy. It's already at like 20 cars an event. More than that. Yeah. Um, Laguna Seca, which is the one they were most worried about, Head already has a 30 car field. Yeah. And like a 50 or 60 car uh, time attack field already. Yep. For, just gold pass. For just the gold. We haven't even started selling individual tickets yet. Yep. It's crazy. It's going to be a lottery. Random lottery, right? You don't even know who's it's going. It's definitely not a popularity contest. No, you don't have. To, I was surprised I didn't have to put in my Instagram following. I thought you did. No, I was a joke. Oh god damn it! I need to stop believing things I've seen. <laughs> Every, in the fucking chat. Everything else about my everything else I said about it was true, but but the Instagram follower account was not one of them. They they did ask a lot of questions like sponsors and what your car you're driving and experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not ask for Instagram follower counts. I thought they, they asked did, for social media. And they did not ask for podcast listeners. Well, no, I knew that. <laughs> but I figured they I thought they did ask for some level of social media um, like I don't and I'm not calling them out because like obviously it, you can call it a lottery, but I mean let's say Eric Cattill doesn't have a gold, a gold pass. pass. Are you really going to throw him in a real lottery and, and not let him go? And, Give me a fucking yeah. break. Yeah, yeah. Eric Cattell's going to make it to the event no, if he I'm wants to be there. there. I'm <laughs> with you on that. And you can't argue with that. Like, of, No, of, you'd of be stupid you, not to. Yes, it'd be irresponsible not to. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, the music festivals. Like, the those are a show at this point. We just, like, the drivers need to accept. That is not an event you go to 
you are part of a of a circus at that point. You are yeah. there to put on a show. Yeah, because we're you're not going to put your wrist lap time in. You're not breaking records. No, like, you're part on, of a show. You getting clean racing is a challenge enough, let alone yeah. optimal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're part of a show there. Yeah. Whether you're there for Time Attack or for GLTC, right? You are there to put on a show. Yeah. That's your job mm-hmm. that you paid for. But that's a different story. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good for you. And you're good, good for us. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever. What do you have for, for this year? This year. Oh, good ones, Adam. Yeah. I got, I got the best ones. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where am I certain? All right. This one. Oh, I should, I should have saved better pictures. I'm sorry. I'm Gross. not that sorry. Whatever. Adam, 2023 yeah. predictions that I will, they will all be right. No, they won't. Um, my prediction is that the Tesla Cybertruck pricing will come out in 2023. We don't even have pricing for this fucking thing yet. Here's where, here's my caveat. The pricing will come out and be at least 30% higher than they advertised originally. Oh, okay. No deliveries in 2023. Oh, I would assume not. They they said they will, there will be they pushed it out. And said that there would be deliveries on the second half of 2023. My prediction is said, no fucking way. And the actual pricing will be at least 30% higher than what they advertised. And what they sold originally to. So. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I actually, I don't even know what the original price was. I just know it'll be fucking We should probably should have looked at it. We probably should look that up. I will for next year. All right, fair enough. Unless we're on sabbatical. (laughs) So, 2024. Yeah, whatever. Oh, man. My prediction. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. a good one. This is a good one. Okay. You know how Toyota has not really got in on the full electric vehicles? They're really dragging their feet. Strangely, because they were like the first hybrid, basically. I mean, they weren't the they, first. They were, but the, they, they were the gold standard for, for plug-in for hybrids. For years. Still kind of are. For even for not even plug just hybrids. Hybrids. Uh, they put too much money to that hydrogen. So... And they're still doing that. They're, they are I still know. they and, are still and, steadfast uh, in one this of, that electric is not the future. My prediction is is one of my predictions involves that, but not hydrogen. Okay, my prediction is that Toyota will follow through on their plans to release a hydrogen powered internal combustion engine Ooh, in their good, Corolla Robbie. and their Prius this year. It's gonna be good, Robbie, because they're they're currently testing them. Uh-huh. They they entered a Corolla in the yeah, twenty four hours of Fuji, a race car, and it it completed twelve hours, five hundred laps, and then of course endurance racing. Yeah, so they didn't finish. Yeah, yeah. They did. I think about the. I think it was down for like four hours or uh, it, eight hours. It was out. It was mechanical failures kept it out for eight hours, and then the refueling took four hours. Jesus. So there's pressurizing the whole thing so like they got to figure that out yet but I, yeah yeah they planned on release like a couple years ago they said they were going to release this hydrogen powered internal combustion i was i was team hydrogen i still am i i think we've got a better system now oh yeah we'll talk about it i like it but yeah i i don't know if it'll be like to the masses but they will have yeah an actual not just a it's a concept pie in the sky it'll be a real fucking thing okay with a real plan Okay. All right. I got a good one. Oh, yeah, Robbie. The, 
Oh yeah, Robbie. I want you to. I want you to see this. This is printed. I can't fucking. This wait was printed. This was start, printed Robbie. before we had our conversation two hours ago. I printed this at work before we started. Before we started our conversation, the conversation that we had before the yes. podcast. Yes. Oh, okay. I now printed, I'm super interesting. I, I don't printed know which this. One that was okay. Yeah, I saw that. I was sitting there when I got here. Ferris. Uh huh. Cartoon. Yep. I, I don't know how to say his last name. Yep. Well. Ferris Cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Ferris a live cartoony. stream. I'm not on a live stream. Ferris Cartoony. Um, Ferris Cartoony. And the fucking wildest Corvette in the world. The unlimited time attack record holder in basically every track he's been to. Nearly every sub-gingerman. God damn it, gingerman. Will have real competition in Grid Life Unlimited <sighs> this year. God, Robbie. You, real competition. You don't even know how badly I want it, Robbie. That's my prediction. That he's not going to show up. It's not going to be a sure thing. And there will be... At least one car, hopefully more, that will challenge him at actual Grid Life events. Fuck, I can't wait for Super Lab Battle. That's my prediction. That Ferris will have competition. Will he be faster? Probably. But that's not the point. He will have actual fucking competition this year. God, I hope so, Robbie. That's my prediction. I got one more. Okay. And mostly it's just a wish list. But oh, okay. Go. I like wish lists. Formula One uh-huh. will have more than just two fighting for the Constructors Championship. More than just two. It so won- three. Hey, that's more than two. So <laughs> Red Bull, Mercedes. Ferrari, McLaren. I want. You I, think Ferrari and McLaren are going to do it? My prediction is that I don't want to. I, I, I say more than two. But, I might right, predi- but do you think those four can do it? I think. Obviously, I think it. <laughs> Did Mercedes fight for it last year, or were they kind of... They were showing pace at the end. Red Bull ran away with it. It was very one-sided this last year. My prediction is that Red Bull's going to fall behind a little bit because of the sanctions and stuff against them. Mercedes has clearly made strides. If Ferrari can get their strategy right, they were already there. And they're supposedly a second faster than they were last year in the simulator. And McLaren is making the right direction as well. So I would like to see... That those four are battling out. Obviously, it'll shake out, and you'll see a clear winner towards the end of the season. I don't think it'll come down to the last race, but I would like to see it where there's at least I want to see four, but I'm predicting that it'll be over two. That where they're actually competing against each other, and it's not just like, well, who's it for? Who's first this weekend? Red Bull or Ferrari or Red Bull or Mercedes? It, that it could be any of six drivers. Yeah. So that's my prediction. Mostly because I'm sick of watching one team win. That's fair. <laughs> or I'll just it's go. It's always one team. It's not the same team no, always, no, but it's it always, is always it's one always team. One. This last year it was Red, Red Bull, Bull, like the last fucking Mercedes decade previous to that. No, not quite, but, but, but still, the like last the, three or four years previous to that, it was Mercedes. Well, then you go back to like and 2012 and Red Bull yeah. again. McLaren for a while there. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, it, it, you know, when Sebastian Vettel was with Red Bull and they just were unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I guess I want it to be more like IndyCar, where it could be anybody. Yeah. That'd be nice. But I want it, I still want it to be less like IndyCar the way it is now, where it's not a spec. as much spec. Agreed. Because I, I those completely are, agree. Those cars are, I mean, Formula One is probably one of the least spec classes or racing that we have. At that level. At a pro level. Yeah. It's probably the least at a pro level. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, IndyCar is a spec series. Yeah. There's two or three manufacturers, and that's it. 
I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah. it's it's spec. And yeah. It, but that's that's why I, th- I I like the racing in IndyCar better. The racing's better, but the engineering's less interesting. The cars are less interesting, but the <laughs> racing is better. Unfortunately, that's almost a guaranteed issue. Right. Almost. Yes. And and and, the, and I've said it for years that I feel like there's the, the Formula One cars are too aerodynamic dependent, and and that I I don't like DRS. I think it's a novelty. DRS is silly. So I don't it's, like it's, it either. But not, not, I hate push to pass an Indy car too. So it's it's. I'm gonna I, say this, Robbie. I, I would like to just see like how it was in the '90s and '80s and '70s, where it's just like a flat wing and, the, and a flat note. You know, a, a it'll never go back. To I, it never it'll will. Never but that, go back to that. I and of course the the like, only hopes and dreams that we could ever get for that is that like Formula Two or Formula Three goes back to something like that, right? Well, and and, and like obviously when you look at it with rose colored glasses, you're like back in the day that was you know, but they were still win- like you had guys who were like thirty seconds ahead of yeah, it. like that it wasn't, wasn't a race. it wasn't it wasn't close. But no, like, now we're having like not only are they on the same lap, but like they're winning by a half a car. Yeah, which is why I love fucking IMSA. 24 hours, and they win by half a car. Yeah, but there's a lot of rules that almost I guarantee know, I know, that. I like know. yellow, allowing cars that are down to pass under yellow yep. to get back to the lead lap and stuff like that, which I understand it does make for better racing. And like, part of me is like, fuck that, it's stupid. And part of me is like, hell yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> right. And I'm really, I have this self-conflict inside me that's I like, I don't like it, but I love I, it. I understand. So, so yeah, if you need uh, me this weekend... Too bad. Yeah, right. I'm going to be watching the 24 Hours of Daytona. Um, I don't know if this is a controversial statement anymore. Uh, a while back, we talked about uh, um, things that I hated at f- the designs that we hated at first that have grown on me. Yeah. And a longer while back, we talked about how the indie windscreen was much better looking than the sandal. Yeah. I kind of like the sandal better now, right? Really? I kind of don't like the way the windscreen looks. So and I, I'm still. And I. <laughs> Team, I'm still. Oh I guess I'm so used to the. I'm so used to the thong, the flip flop, the flip flop that it doesn't bother me anymore. The, it helps that they're better integrated into the design that, now because they exact because time. they weren't added to the car; they were part of it. Yep. And so now it doesn't. It's not nearly as egregious to me as it used to be. I will completely agree with that. I still like. And now I feel the like windscreen. the windscreen looks weird, and I like this better. And the windscreen still looks like an afterthought. Yes, it does, it does which is not, why I like this better. That, and, that, and I've said that about, like, I prefer the looks of the GTP cars or... Closed cockpit yes, cars. because I, I think that looks better. I've always preferred uh, closed fender, closed cockpit cars. Yes. I, I like open-wheel cars. I, I want a Formula Mazda more than I can explain. <laughs> And if one comes, it's such a bad car. I know for you. I know where we live. I know, and like the, I know. I'm fully aware. Dealing with the pain and suffering of a rotary engine or a Formula Atlantic, and then like you go to any club race within yeah. a ten hour drive, you'll be the car. Only, the only you'll one. be the guy. Yeah, I know. With that, car. I'm fully aware that when Jim shows up with his, he's the only one. And yet, I still, if he sells it. I'm gonna make a phone call. Okay, <laughs> will I buy it? Will I have the money? Probably not. But I'm gonna be interested, Jesus and it's gonna be hard Christ. to say no. I need to know what that life is like. Super unlimited, Robin. Let's okay. buy a Formula Mazda. Let's, Let's turbo it. it. 
just turn it, crank it up, and take it uh, to. And they time t- they take up so much less room. It's just fa- it's it's irresponsible. They're so light. Yeah. Imagine how much better you would tow. Yeah. It'd save you so much money. Not at all. Probably, it probably wouldn't change in the slightest. No, it gets eight miles to the gallon. It doesn't matter what the headwind is, what the tailwind <laughs> is. It doesn't matter how much weight is in the in the trailer. It's yep. it's eight miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, at least that's easy to math. <laughs> it's, There's like, no surprises. Well, I remember when I good I, or bad when I brought the GTO to get it sold. Uh huh. It made the same mileage to and from that spot, whether the GTO was back there or not. <laughs> and that was a heavy car <laughs> compared a, to what you're usually towing. Around. At least another thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. Know. So, all right, Adam. all right, Robbie. So my first one to go against your hydrogen fuel cell thing. Now remember, I used to be strongly team hydrogen. I believed that it was the wave of the future. I believe we have found a better solution, and it still ain't them motherfucking batteries. Oh yeah, synthetic fuels. It's come a huge way in the last year. Oh, for sure. Uh, and it it clears all of the hurdles. Now I don't know how clean the process, the creation process is. That's it's, a, yeah. It's it a whole. Be, it's a whole other conversation. It can't be any worse than batteries. Lithium, yeah, no. Lithium it can't be any worse the than worst. the mining or the manufacturing of a lithium ion cell. Right. Uh, but once it's produced. It's transported in exactly the same way we transport our fuel now. Yep. It's delivered to the customer, the end user, in exactly the same way it's delivered now. And it appears as though it's going to function in almost the exact same way in any of the vehicles we currently have. I really can't argue against that. And, and there have been tests with manufacturers making this where the in the same vehicle, it does have a fuel efficiency improvement. That'd be good. Maybe not a remarkable one, but still a change. It's still better. Right. I mean, like, and I think that that is much, much more logical, sustainable, sustainable uh, than batteries or hydrogen fuel cells. Yeah, I won't just, I won't disagree so with that. I'm about the synthetic fuel life now. I'm team synthetic. Fuel. Hey, we're we're all about on team synthetic oil. It's only one step oh, right. away. Right. Yeah. It's the I same. Mean, really, I it's, mean, it's yeah. literally one step away. Yeah. They just it's, run the synthetic oil through a refinery. Yeah. An get, oil refinery. It's the same thing. Yeah. I, told I mean, how hard they've made this way harder than we fixed it, Robbie. I know. Because we've, you take petroleum products, you take synthetic oil, and then you take synthetic crude oil. Yeah. And then you make synthetic fuel. And then fuel. you make synthetic fuel and synthetic oil at the same time. Same factory. Same factory. I, synthetic plastics. Yeah. Because plastics come from petroleum. It's really not that hard, Robbie. I don't yeah, know why people... We are basically problem-solving scientists. We're scientists, yeah. yeah. Why are we not patching? Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think this is this is where we need to be. Yeah, I mean... And I like this idea better. I mean, ethanol is not a bad idea. Yes, but there's it's, a it lot has, of... It has its faults. Don't get me wrong. It's... <clears throat> Man, this is a really unpopular uh, topic in Iowa, but it's... Frankly, it's more expensive to produce than it can be to sell. Yep. It has to be government subsidized in yes. order for it to make sense. Correct. And that's that's a problem. <laughs> the, the what little capitalist I have left in me doesn't like that. No, I, I completely. You know agree. what I mean? Well, it's the same with like solar panels too. It's like no one's going to put it up if with if you don't have the seventy five hundred dollar credit to right. do it. And no one was going to buy cars uh, EVs for a long time if if they weren't. 
subsidized. Uh, subsidized. They're not nearly as heavily subsidized as they used to be. Right. But for a long but time, the, nobody the, was going to buy work. EVs if they weren't subsidized. But it also, so. it also means the manufacturers don't innovate and they don't bring the prices down to a point that people actually buy them. Right. So, so you got to start somewhere. That's fine. Yeah, but of course. I, I think ethanol was, and, and like we've, I, I know they've, they figured out ways to make bio fuels that are like ethanol using other plants that's actually turned out to be more efficient and less cost I think costly. I think moss yeah. is the one. I was going to say algae. It's some kind of algae yep. or moss that and and like that was much better uh almost all around than ethanol but who, who nobody's farming that right now and we're there's oceans full of it. Yeah, but change is hard, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's they they just built well not just but a few years but like since I graduated so, so eight years ago yeah yeah <laughs> don't get me started Robbie we're with a bunch of early twenty somethings and like one of them was like you're old you have cash on you I was like motherfucker son of a bitch of course I have cash on me <laughs> no no I don't anymore you jerk I'm so mad about it. I'm the old guy now how did that happen I know. Anyway, but yeah, Iowa State built a building that's it's just dedicated to biofuels. Yeah, it's like biofuel engineering. It's like the whole, like literally the entire. Yeah. Like it's a massive building, and yeah. that's its entire focus. Yeah. So yeah, there will be some incredible discoveries in the next not year, obviously, but in the next hopefully twenty. Yeah, hopefully half that. Hopefully decade. I, yeah, ideally five years, ten, decade. But yeah, but, yeah I and. Yeah. So between synthetic fuels and and biofuels that maybe aren't corn based, as much as I don't want to say that because it's a very unpopular opinion no, in I Iowa, it. I get it. But, but I mean, if there was ever a school that's going to come up with something so innovative that it, it's going to change the world, oh, it would be the school that created the computer. I'm just saying. And the atomic bomb, Robbie. You know that's that's neither here nor there. It changed the world. It changed the world. Yeah. And in fact, that building still is discolored because of it. But that's no. That no, building's they, gone. They tore it down. The they they tore it down. Yeah, we got the hydrogen or we got our radiation sickness, and when, then they knocked it down. Yeah, that was so weird to be in that building. Yeah, because they they repainted that wall like. And it still came a back a million times. That funny looking teal it, green color. Yep, it bled through. And do you remember forty years later? Do you remember in the so when we this is years ago, early podcast days, like so we can yeah. talk so that people understand. We did that. We did an interview with the Formula SAE team at their facility. Or no, we did it at, at Iowa State. No, we did the interview at at uh, like Formula Baja. Was that your Iowa State. old? Yeah, in your old apartment. Yep. But then we went and looked at the Formula car. Yep. And then we also went and looked at the formula at the Baja car too. Correct. But when we were there looking at the Formula car, there was they have one of those cranes that rolls across the I beam and the I beam moves across the ceiling, and the crane hook and stuff is still up there, and it was wrapped in a lead blanket with an atomic sign on it. Yep. And that was what and they had a picture on the wall. Of them using that crane to pull the plutonium rods that they put in the bomb that we dropped in Japan out of the the containment cell in that building in Ames, Iowa. You really took us to a dark place, Adam. That shit's crazy, man. That was one of the weirdest and wildest experiences we've ever had. Yep. And like out, even outside that's to think about the fact that we were in that room a room that like literally changed the trajectory of humans yes permanently uh-huh we were in that room 
not to get all political, but we, we're, we could see it in full effect here really soon again. Yeah, probably. We'll just let that go. Yeah, probably. That's not a prediction. <laughs> Please don't put that down. I don't want that to be a real prediction. God, I don't want it to be. That'd be fucking awful. Yeah, that would be so bad. Yeah, this would. We might have to just like can't, like. Then we might actually go on sabbatical. Yeah, just can't like. Yeah, we made that prediction on the podcast. We need to cancel that podcast that I said it on. That doesn't exist. Episode three hundred eight doesn't exist anymore because Robbie yeah. predicted the nuclear holocaust. So. Uh, anyway, Robbie wouldn't say it, but I'm gonna, I think that, uh, number one, this, this, uh, used car bubble is, I, I think frankly bursting as we speak. Yeah. Uh, they've, I've seen a lot of news articles here lately about new cars being sold at or below MSRP again. That stuff's calmed down. Yeah. The supply chain, I think will be a little bit. Better. Uh, and I've even seen what makes just makes me giggle endlessly is that there's been i've seen two different articles one about a type r and one about a a corolla gr where some asshole paid 20 or more grand over market or over msrp and then put it on auction and lost money because he's a piece of shit and that makes me happy that's good i like that Makes That's, me really happy. It's nice when people get what they deserve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I think the used car market is going to be a really weird place. I do think there's going to be a lot of people defaulting yes, and losing their cars. But then I also think that like – so you remember how we used to be able to buy cars for 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. Oh, yeah. And now that number is – like those cars are worth $4,000 now. Yep. That number's not going to change. That number's not going to come back. The bottom. The amount of money, like if you're buying a car that for most people does not require a loan, that price is not going to come down at all. No, that we've bottomed. Yeah. A a running and driving $1,000 car is not going to exist. It's not the normal. They still exist here and there, but it's not. It's rusted out. It's It's not. It's probably unsafe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, those cars, like the fits and stuff like that, have gone up in value and they're not going to come back down. Not really, no. But the cars that people are buying with loans, those are going to come back down. But what's going to be interesting, this isn't really a prediction more than uh, I'm just interested to see what happens, is there's going to be a period of time where those cars' market values have dropped below what the dealer owes on it and the dealer won't be willing to sell it but people won't be willing to buy it because they know it's not worth that much Ooh, interesting that's going to happen yeah all these cars that they've bought at these inflated numbers at auctions and stuff like that and then that value is gonna like i think it's literally almost overnight going to fall out yes yeah for sure and then there's going to be a period of time where we're where we're just going to have to wait until someone gives because the dealers are going to have a car that's worth less than what they owe on it, yep. and no one's going to want to buy it for that price. Yep. They'll only sell it to people that are desperate. Absolutely desperate. So it's going to take a little while to cycle through that before the rest of us can see that price come down at dealerships. Yep. No, I think that's... So I, I'm just interested to see... I mean, there's not a prediction in that particular statement. No, but I'm just I, interested I, to see if we actually can see that that happen and then how it's going to be solved. Yeah. That, that, I assume that probably happened at some level in the housing market. 
in 2008. Yeah, it did. But I wasn't old enough to realize that, and so I don't know what happened. But I think that to a hopefully less destructive scale nationally, we're going to see the same thing that happened in 2008 in the housing market happen with cars. The problem is the same thing happened with housing. It's probably going to happen with housing again, too. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was in 2008. I hope not. But yeah, there a lot of people bought houses that were way inflated. Yes, but I also think that there were a lot of people who couldn't buy houses. That's fair. And are stuck in apartments that are paying way more than I'm paying for my house because they're not allowed to buy a house. Yeah. Because I work with a lot of people who are like, man, I wish I could buy a house because you pay way less than I would have to pay for <laughs> or than when I'm paying for an apartment. I can't imagine paying what I pay for an apartment. <laughs> But that's what I would pay. You know what I mean? Like, what I pay for this mortgage can from you, what I have. Can you imagine, like, the place that you lived at before you moved here uh-huh. is probably 500 bucks more than at, it used to at be? At least. Yeah. So I was renting a, a two-bedroom townhouse in Des Moines. Like, obviously, West Des Moines. Like, kind of yeah. out, out of the way. Kind of. And it, it, for what it was, it was very reasonably priced. So it was yes. $1,000 for a two-bedroom townhouse with a garage. I'll bet it's 15 to 2 I, now. I'll bet it's at least 15 to 1600 now. Because... Yeah. The, the nicer ones that had that, that were like because this is one of those like garage first floor which would be like your living room and kitchen and bathroom like yeah. a, a half bath and then another st- story on top of that yeah it which was would three be your, stories tall your bathroom and two bedrooms yeah it was like a, you're basically just like a big rectangle it was really narrow and tall yep and it's I mean it's 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 built that way to pr- to price it that way yeah and in Des Moines that was kind of like you could get your like your really shitty apartments for like Six seven hundred dollars back then. Not anymore. No, They're a thousand. Yeah, those don't no. exist. And then you could get this price point, which is about a thousand dollars for that type of townhouse, which is remarkably better. And then if you wanted like the nice townhouses that were like a split level that had the garage behind it, almost like a duplex, those were at least sixteen hundred. Yeah. And I think yeah, everything shifted up. And then, a there's, level. then there's the downtown stuff that's just dumb. Even <laughs> it, which is crazy because they're they're income restricted. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them shift. Like, like the ones that are right above Court Avenue, those are income controlled. Yeah. Well, that's because, but they're still outrageously priced. That's because bartenders have to live somewhere. And still spend like $1,500 a month for a studio. Right. Which is outrageous. It is outrageous. <laughs> but hey, at least we don't live in New York. It could be way worse. It could be way worse. Yeah. I don't understand how people do it. But I, after, after my mortgage insurance and property tax and all that stuff because I do all that in escrow. Yeah. My mortgage is $800 a month. And like you'd be hard pressed to find any apartment Anything. for that, let alone renting a house for that. Mine is not that low. Well, obviously, <laughs> but like I own what what most people would consider a starter home. Yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people who are paying 12 to $1500 a month for their apartments because they're not allowed to buy a house. Yeah, it's it's so fucked. It's so fucked. So again, that's the same thing. I, I, I timed it right for the house, but yeah, I timed it even better. I have the, the you really, most you, insane you really, low interest rate, and I got really a bunch did. of like government programs. I can't refinance my house; it would cost me money. Yep. We we looked into it; and it didn't make sense. But yeah, yours yours because you got your you got the rural. Whatever. I got the rural <laughs> development loan, so I get fifty percent of my interest back every year. That's amazing. So like basically, if my interest is four percent, my interest is actually two percent. 
That's amazing. And so, like, I can't refinance because no, interest be, rates it, have gone up since I bought the house, and I'd lose that. Yeah. Uh, the 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 tax credit. Yep. So, like, my interest would triple. Yeah, that'd be foolish. Or worse. Uh, yeah. For, so, like, I can't. No. I can't refinance. No. No, you you bought that at the right time because Katie and I were thinking about refinancing to like fix a bunch of really big ticket items that I, I probably need to fix. Yeah, like yeah, you think you had your furnace issue or whatever. Right. Well, I like or air it, conditioning or whatever. It, it, it could probably use a roof and stuff like that. Uh but like I I can't justify No, it no. Because no. I got too good a deal on the house. Yep. I can't redo it. Yep. So anyway, I think that's gonna be a problem. Yep. So we'll see where that goes, I guess. Um in the car market. So those are my two real big things is okay. is I think I, I, Synthetic and biofuels, I think, are going to make a big resurgence. Okay. Uh, I think it's. I think synthetic fuels is the future. I really like it. it make it, I think people can wrap their heads around it. Yeah, for sure. And it uses the exact same transportation system we use now because, like, ethanol still can't be transported in pipelines. Right. It has to be trucked, and so that's still a, an issue. Because mm-hmm. I know. I know pipelines are a, are a, a whole different topic. A thing that a lot of people don't <laughs> like, but I live, you know, if at one point I worked for a pipeline company and at that point I was third generation in my family who has worked for a pipeline company. And so like, I'm, I feel very differently about it than a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like you also are more in the know about it. Yeah. But, uh, there's not a better delivery system. There just isn't putting them in trucks or train cars and trying to deliver it all over the country is stupid. It's very inefficient yes. and it's way more dangerous. Yes. Uh, from like a leak perspective. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't care what anybody oh, says. When a train derails, not if, when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've literally had one in my yard at one point. I was like, like the one in Dune seems to do it every other year. Yeah. We had one derail and they, they came in, they knocked on our door and they said, uh, we're going to tear up your pasture. Let us know what it costs. Yeah. Because if what got spilled made it into the water, it would have hit the water table for the town. Yeah. Big and that problem. would have been a real big problem. And yeah, so whatever it costs they were to like, fix your land, they were way like, cheaper. we're going to tear your land up. Just let us know what it costs. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, hey, can we? No, it wasn't, this is happening. Sorry. Big, so. big picture here. <laughs> we, this is. This, this needs to this needs yeah, to be the which the, we didn't care it was just pasture yeah. it was just what used to be grazing land that I ran cars around in until they blew up yeah, sounds great it was so good that's where I learned how to shift from first to second then I couldn't yeah. go any farther but yeah. yeah so I don't know those were the two big ones I could think of okay. that I, I feel strongly enough about to even talk about I like it. I think so. The rest of them are. I, I just feel weird about like throwing in low balls about, you know. Hey, you got to get some victories every once in a while. Like, oh, Grid Life's going to sell everything out. Like, well, but they already, didn't. I already know they did for that's, next year. Yeah, it's it's right. going to be insane. And uh, yep. I don't know. I, I, I do kind of think we're almost living in a. And, and I can't, you can't really quantify this in a one year's period. So that's why I, right. I, but like, I almost feel like we're living in almost like a racing renaissance because there's been a lot of interest in new formula one teams. Yeah. Uh, there's been what almost feels like a renewed interest from manufacturers in racing, uh, outside of formula one. Oh yeah. IMSA's IMSA's killing on, it. Yeah. IMSA's on the verge of another, it's like, like the biggest golden era, the biggest 20, uh, 24 hours of Daytona field 
in history, I think, if not like it's years like, and years and years and years. Yeah, it's a full sold out. It's yeah, sold it's, out. It's a, it's a full. It's a full field. Yep. They can't put another car. They would not put another car on the track. Right. And and they there was they could have. Yeah. There's interest. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to quantify from a year to year standpoint, but I do kind of feel like we're we're on the verge of of seeing some really interesting and awesome things start up again in motorsports. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised. Some money to, we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ford, um, some other manufacturers in Europe actually start putting money towards pro teams like yeah. IMSA yeah. that 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 currently aren't doing it. Yeah, so. That'd be cool. It's not a it's not a prediction, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Yeah, and like like it's hard to say that because like Audi and and Andretti they both want and with Cadillac they both went into Formula One and like if they get approved to do it it's a, a three or four year thing to right. make that happen so I I can't make that as a prediction for the next year correct you know yeah so so it's a lot of predictions let's shut her down yeah we're almost at halfway show. Tired. <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, quick reminder, everybody head over to ApexTrackCoach.com. Get the Apex Pro. Get the Gen 2. And if you don't already have the app, you are missing out. So go to the store, the Android store or the Apple store, and hit Apex Pro. Just give it a check. Just use it at your next event. Give it a try. Yeah. Um, Play see, with it for free. Yeah, just see see how you like the, the interface. And then... If you see me or Adam and you know you're going to be at an event with us, we can give you a demo unit, let you give it a try, and then realize what you're really missing out on. That's apextrackcoach.com. Use the code 10 tenths if you want to buy the Gen 2. Get that in the window mount and you get uh, 10% off. Apextrackcoach.com. Yeah, I think this is a full show. You know, if we do shows like every few weeks, but they're really long. But they're really long. That's, it averages out. Yeah, that's what I'm It's saying. still more content than you get from Slip Angle. Yeah, so they do like 20-minute shows. and like, oh, yeah, we did 10 shows this week. Wow, great. <laughs> we could split up ours into that, too, if we wanted yeah. to. Like their Jeff Braun episodes? Well, they ended they ended their Jeff Braun episode on like, Abe, you want to do another show after this one? Like, motherfucker, you're, you're still half, on the you're first. Ha- you're you're half barely done. halfway through the first one. You're not even going to hang up with him. And then Track Walking released two episodes that way? Two short episodes? For shame. Weak. You could have rolled those into one episode. Yep. Scott. He's I, doing it for the download. They're getting yeah, it's it's inflated numbers. It's our numbers aren't inflated. Quantity over quality is what it is. Yep. We just put out one show. And we don't make you pay for it. But if you do want to pay for it, we have a shop. And you get a shirt. Oh, there you go. How about that? If you want to support the show, keep it free. Go to Facebook.com. Go to the Ten Tens podcast page. There is a shop now button at the top of the page. That's the best way I know how to get there. Yep. Otherwise, search Ten Tens podcast on Store Envy. That's where all our shirts are. Yeah. So yeah, if we see you wearing a shirt, we know that you uh, appreciate the show. Yeah. And you want to keep it free. We'll catch everybody next week, probably. 